Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, F.A.? Uh, what's new, J-Dub? Oh, just hanging out. Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Here's what you need to do. It's Monday, we want to get off to a good start, and that's everybody. And the only way for you to do that is to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone and you call. Chunks, executive producer of the hideout in studio, finally. Uh, he mans the uh, AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. That is Real Radio Hideout, if you like to type. Tommy Bateman, the director. He's on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for the content on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Gibbs, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls. He is also the host of the Hideout Headlines game show. You heard the headlines during the Phillips file. Here in about 10 minutes, you will have the opportunity to turn those headlines into prizes. Uh, so, again, that's 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. And uh, the comedy dumplings are here in full effect, uh, of course, Matt Albert has joined the show down here. And a six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin with graying and s- what is it, patchy baldness? Yeah, patchy baldness. Okay, and ashy I was, elbows. I was going to say spreading, hey. spreading baldness. And his uh, his uh, comedy partner, uh, Sid Cada, Matt Albert being beef gravy, Sid Cada being chicken gravy. If you did not hear Friday night's show, you missed one heck of a broadcast as Sid Cada made his Central Florida debut by uh, singing mm-hmm. for the Heretics. There are pictures of that. And then also helping Tuttle pay off the final Helmet of Pain stunt, which included a Sid Cada Rikishi face plant. And the pictures of that are also on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Just dirty. Uh, so incredibly dirty. There's also a new picture on RealRadio.fm uh, from this weekend, and Sid Kata sleeping on your couch. Yeah. I guess this was taken, what, at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, Matt Albert? Yeah. The pictures of him sleeping, not making any motions whatsoever, not anything to cause this, but sweating like a maniac. I actually want to talk about this a little bit later okay. on. Okay. Now, Sid Kata, also part of the comedy dumplings. What are you about six two, three hundred pounds? I think six foot three hundred pounds. All right, six foot three. I'm uh, <laughs> Yeah, that actually helps. He's tw- wider. He's twenty one years old, and he has the body and the entertainment sense of a sixty six year old. But so the we- face of a child. I know, which is so odd, and the body hair of a child. <laughs> He literally is like a chicken dumpling. Mm-hmm. Just soft and pale 
And um, and delicious. Well, if you leave it out too long, I guess it sweats too. Mm-hmm. It's bumpy. So anyway, um, all right now, <laughs> our buddy Doogie Tarantino says if if you go to the uh, hideout page, have you seen the stretch marks in his armpits? Do you have stretch marks in your armpits? I've never noticed that. I've been, I've been always taken back by the ones around your stomach. It's really all over, between the waist and the neck. There's really just spread out stretch marks. Now, when did they uh, really start showing up on you? Say uh, a few years ago. Like really? Senior year of high school. Now, were you uh, always a larger kid, or did you just put oh, on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think since fourth grade is uh, <laughs> when I started my uh, downward spiral of depression. And, and, and your skin... Held up until about three or four years ago. That's when it said, I can't take anymore. Well, uh, have you yeah. ever noticed, too, with, like, uh, girls who are between the ages of 18 and maybe 22, they're larger, but there's not any cellulite around their thighs? Yes, it's a very, like, uh, hard largeness. You know, like, there's something si- kind of smooth about it, but you know it's about to fall apart. Then all of a sudden, when, you hit, when they hit the age of about 23... The dimples start coming mm-hmm. in. Sid, somehow you're able to top that. You have dimples on your ass, and you're only 21, so congratulations. But uh, anyway, so the comedy dumplings are here, so it should make for one funny show. Um, and from what I understand, during the 10 o'clock hour uh, will be the debut here in the hideout of the Trinity of Comedy, Ooh. which is apparently Matt Albert, uh, Sid Cata, and Tommy Bateman. As the three of them are going to cut a demo, we're going to give them an entire segment here on the show to cut a demo to do a weekend show on Real Radio. And that'll be coming up in the last hour? That'll be the very last hour of the hideout. Ooh, you guys get the prime time, huh? Dubs and I are going to screen phone calls and run the board. So While trying to keep a shotgun out of my mouth. Right. It's going to be, it's going to be very entertaining. I, uh, I'm, I can't wait to hear who's the lead, and I can't wait to hear about Tommy being funny. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, also coming up tonight in the hideout, the hideout door prize blowout. That is uh, during the 9 o'clock hour, and tonight's game is it is Monday. Whose weekend was mm-hmm. it? So whose weekend was it is uh, on, the, uh, on the table for you. Uh, second hour of the hideout, we're going to talk about some of the movie sequels that are out uh, or planned in the works. Yeah, there's a lot of sequels coming out in the next couple of years, and uh, we've got a list of those sequels. Ask the Attorney with uh, Tom Luca. Is also coming up uh, during the second hour of the hideout. It is Monday in the 8 o'clock hour. We chat with him. That's LucaLaw.com, L-U-K-A Law.com, or 407-895-8887. Even if you have an inkling of uh, that you might need any services, you should uh, head up the website or call him on the phone. It's always better to, uh, to err on the side of caution and get yourself a lawyer mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to go with the public defender. Maybe we will chat with him about that tonight. That's a pretty good because he was yeah. telling us a couple of stories. I'm going to write that down. To and check. I have a few stories of friends that had some uh, public defenders, and it can be a nightmare. You can get some good ones, and, but you, why take the chance? All right, so, Dubs, that's just some of the stuff. That is on the table tonight in the hideout. Plus, there's a lot more. Your phone calls, hey, hideout on screen. Also, we have another couple of Maury minutes. Yes, we have a couple of Maury minutes from today's Maury show. Um, a very, I think maybe the best Maury I have ever seen in my life. I was laughing for the whole hour. Okay. There was nothing better than Maury today. All right, we'll, we'll see if we can get to that. Uh, first, though, I would like to take this time to thank, I believe it's Scott Maxwell, the mm-hmm. Orlando Sentinel. Uh, I got a call today from Catherine, who was like, hey, uh, no, Mr. Maxwell wants to talk to you. 
I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, boy. Uh, first of all, when I get a call from uh, Catherine, I'm worried. And, and, and But here's what she says. Uh, it was, call me back immediately. Oh, I hate those ones, too. And, it yeah. just makes your uh, imagination run wild. Uh, and here's the thing. I, th- today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, I am over at Orlando Harley-Davidson Tav- uh, taking the MSF Basic Rider course, which I want nice. to talk about a little bit later on. I've already learned so much about motorcycles and also myself. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. So anyway, I call Catherine back, and she says that Scott Maxwell wants to do the interview for the Orlando Sentinel. And I guess it's, we're going to be in the paper tomorrow. Um, front guess, page? I don't think so. Then I don't want any part of it. Put us on the front page, Scott. Uh, here's the thing. I uh, he, and he, he, We talked for probably about a good ten minutes. It was a great conversation. It was very nice. He's uh, he, he does some stuff with the Phillips file, too. And... Um, I could tell that he listens to the show, which made me happy. He seems like he dug it. He knew enough about uh, the swirly that we gave Gibbs, which he brought up, which oh, I was... Is that going to make it in the paper? Which I was proud of. And then also, too, he made a comment about chunks. Um, something about chunk sucks. So, you know, I could tell he listens to the show. I mean, a casual drive-byer can uh, can get that out of it. But here's what I'm... I, I was a little worried... Because it was like I was having. He's so easy to talk to, and I think this is this is how you know if you're a good, you know, writer, reporter, even talk show host. He was so easy to talk to. I'm a I'm afraid of what I've told him. Really? You came out, didn't you? Uh no. <laughs> I'm afraid because here's the thing. I got a, I've been a, I gotten up at 6:45 this morning, mm-hmm. 6:30 to take the morning class over at Orlando Harley, and I was running around trying to handle some stuff. And I was just about to lay down for a nap when he called. And I was so out of it. Like, I was, when the phone rang, I was on the verge oh, no. of falling out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad, since he was uh, an easy person to talk to, that you did the interview and not me. Because I would have gone off on some just weird stuff. I would. You know, excuse me, I was in the middle of watching tranny porn. There was a good scene about fisting and uh, that kind of stuff. Hmm. No, you can't say that. You can't say that. I'm glad that you didn't talk to him because I just exactly. had to, I just had to dump what you would have said to Scott Maxwell. So or I was scat. Whatever. So anyway, I um, I'm a little worried about what's going to be in tomorrow's Sentinel. The other thing he says too. Hey, do you guys have any current photos? And I'm like, oh, they didn't get you the promo shot. And he goes, this doesn't do me any good. You can't even see you guys in it. And I'm like, that's the point. No names, no faces in the hideout. And he goes, yeah, well, I may have to use the old photo of you and Dubs, which was actually taken at the old WJFK studio. Mm-hmm. And we just look like douches. And not to mention... I, both, look, I look pretty sweet. No, you don't. Mm. Hey, you're about 50 pounds heavier in that picture. I am. And I'm a, probably about 15 pounds heavier in that photo. And so I'm just thinking, oh, man, we should have done a real legitimate promo shot for these exact things. So anyway, it's coming out tomorrow. I have no idea what's going to be in it. I'm a little worried. And I'll know... Uh, if it's good or not, probably at about 6.15, 6.30 when people start calling me when they're meeting, reading the uh, morning edition of the Sentinel. Now, Dubs, do you wish that you had done the interview instead of me? No, not for a second. I do not like uh, talking to people that much. That's why I'm in radio. Um, I don't enjoy uncomfortable situations, which I believe I would have made that. 
I, seriously, I, I it was I'm easy glad. to talk to. Yeah, it, but I'm I'm not. I'm very hard to talk. All right, here's, to. Here's, all right, here are a couple of questions. So tell me what the hideout is. Hmm. It's a radio show. You know that. Why are you asking me? Is this reporting? So uh, what does you guys uh, do best? Hmm. I don't know. That's why you handle the uh, the interviews whenever we're looking for jobs too. Uh, we we some people think we're gay. Uh, I I did not uh, mention anything about gay at any point during the interview. Then you are definitely the best person for that uh, that job of talking to the reporter. What was uh, not like this? I've thrown out some of the questions. Oh, he goes, hey, I heard that whenever you guys were talking about. Uh, you didn't have your styrofoam mm-hmm. signs here in the studio. He goes, is that skidding, or do you guys really feel like you've been slided? No, that's real. Uh, <laughs> not a big fan of the company right now. Been uh, pushed around a little bit, and uh, I really hate the sons of bitches, really. All right, here's the problem. I may have said something close to that. <laughs> Again, I was out of it. I was loopy. I go, hey, some promises are made, some aren't kept. What are you going to do? We all deal with it in life. And then I'm thinking afterwards. That can be turned around. Yeah, what if that's the headline? Hideout. Hefe says, broken promises from Clear Channel. <laughs> True, but I don't know if that necessarily needs to be the headline. And so now I'm thinking to myself, what have I done? <laughs> How much crap am I going to get tomorrow yeah, you're gonna, from Camp Meyer and Catherine? They're going to open the paper, look at it, and just be like, they're just running this down in the paper. They're making us look like asses. Right. Good. I say hooray. Finally, we win. Uh, 407-916-1041, And then here's the other thing, too. Tomorrow when it comes out, mm-hmm. do we go buy a whole bunch of them? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to buy one. You have to. <laughs> I'll go I'll go over to 7-Eleven, flip through, look at it real quick. Read it first. And uh, then say, okay, I'm done with it. Now, yeah, only if it's positive will I buy. you got to buy it, Dubs. you got to support. And How then, much is it? 50 cents? I don't know. I think maybe what I'll do is I'll go up to Jiffy Lube and get the one that's in the in the waiting room. It's not a bad idea. Just go to different waiting rooms and just grab the Sentinel from all those. Like, I'll go to a few doctor's offices, dentist offices, and just keep on grabbing them from there. No, do we send them home to our parents? Hey, look, we were in the paper. <laughs> we're on the radio, but we were in the paper. I think one of the other shows gets, like, 15 shipped here. Why don't we just steal it from them? Really? Yeah. All right, maybe we should do Just that. blame it on somebody else. Aaron, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Aaron? Hi, um, I called last week, mm-hmm. actually. Um, I don't know if you remember me. I was the one that was going to be in talk radio. Oh, yeah, the uh, the play. Yes. Um, I actually um, didn't get to stop by. I stopped by on Friday, but I forgot that it was Friday, and so then there were all the people, and I figured that would be counterproductive. The open I, door, right. Yeah, so I was wondering, would it be all right if I actually came by this Wednesday, or would that be... No, that's fine. Come on A little in. intrusive, yeah. if you ask me. I'm not really too sure about this Wednesday. Um, I don't know what we have planned. Sure, Aaron, come on by. Hold on, Gibbs will give you the info. All right. All right, thanks. Yeah, she's doing. She's in a. She's in Eric Bogosian's play talk radio, and so she wants. I wonder to, how different that is from the movie. It's not terribly. I don't believe. I have the play if you want to read it. It's a good read. Eh, you don't read. 
I read. You're not even going to read the paper tomorrow, and we're in it. I read plenty. I just don't like reading about me. Bob and Delane, I don't blame you. Oh, I did mention something about you in a Walmart bathroom for him to look up the last name don't, Johnson. Don't tell them that. So, I don't you know. Just leave that alone. What's up, Bob? Um, I just wanted to call and say, I know you guys play the Heretic Anthem at the beginning of the show. Right. You know, there's a song called Oh Jefe Speaks by Clutch. Oh, absolutely. I have it in the constant loop in my bedroom while I'm making love to women. The That's pro- beautiful. The problem it never is, gets played. Yeah, it, it has zero, uh, zero play count on my iTunes. And the other thing, too, is Dubs won't allow me to use that as bumper music for this show because somehow he feels slighted because there's not a J-Dub Speaks. See? I think that's uh, only fair. You get me a J-Dub song, you can play your El Jefe song as much as you like. All right, I'll call Clutch. Fine. Thank you. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Time for you to be a winner. Dial it up now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, you heard it. World National Local Sports Entertainment. Ladies first, whenever uh, dialing up the hideout. Chivalry is alive in the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. So we'll go to Colleen in Orlando. Which category would you like, World National Local Sports or Entertainment? I think I'm going to go Entertainment. All right, here's Entertainment with Gibbs. All right, Entertainment is true or false. American Idol elicited a response from the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, GLAD for short, after judges Simon Cowell and Randy Jackson made what the gay rights group deemed questionable comments on last week's premiere episode. True or false? I would say that is true. That is absolutely true. Hold on. Good job, Colleen. What were the comments? (laughs) I I remember uh, watching clips of this, and it was uh, this guy was singing, and... um, he was very feminine, and so uh, Simon told him, I have only one bit of advice for you. Go home and put on a dress. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> you sissy. Yeah, it's not like you said anything awful. You Nancy boy. Nancy boy. Nancy pants. <laughs> Fruit. Punk. Are you one of those funnies? Uh, is that what it was though? Yeah. And what? So why are they mad at the other one? Uh, there was another one too. Did he say yeah, dog, or what? <laughs> There's another one too where he uh, they were talking about how someone was uh, uh, too feminine and everything. Another. There, there's two different occasions where these guys came out there and they were very feminine. One he just told her to wear a dress. The other one was actually wearing. He does a shirt to go suck a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was wearing a shirt with his. Uh, You'd sound better if you had one of these in your mouth. <laughs> uh, he was wearing a shirt where you could see his uh, shoulders. Okay, like, well, uh, no man does that. Exactly. And they asked him if he was gay, and he's like, "No, I'm completely straight." Yes, you are. <laughs> you Can just I get one of those shirts somewhere. <laughs> you just don't know it yet. Uh, all right. I, now here's the thing. You got to know your audience. You got to mm-hmm. know if you're American Idol. You can't sit there. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, the gay community loves American Idol normally, but this time, you know, they uh, they weren't that. Could you imagine if they ever came after us? <laughs> uh, we just would like to talk about the time you guys talked about us going after American Idol. Sorry. They uh, made, uh, made a sound like or something. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Christina in Orlando. You're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. World, national, local, or sports? What would you like, Christina? Um, can I have uh, local, please? Right. Local. We'll go with local. Yeah. All right, local multiple choice. A man who broke into a locker at a what 
and stole a victim's car could be conducting similar crimes throughout Seminole County? A, a school, B, a water park, C, a dog park, or D, a gym? D, gym. Yes, you are correct also. Hold on, Christina. You are a winner. Now, what happened? Uh, someone stole keys? Yeah, it's like real fat guys breaking into, uh, he broke into Gold's gym and stole somebody's <laughs> keys and took their car. Now, I used to work at a Gold's gym. This was up in D.C., and um, I always, we never had anything like any theft like that, and especially not to the point where people had their cars stolen. Here's the funny thing, though. I saw this on Local 6. They have the picture or a link to it on the front page there. And it's always funny to see a fat criminal. Because here's a picture of the guy walking out in his sweaty workout clothes. And he had, like, with his man boobs and stuff. And mm-hmm. you're just thinking, all right, because apparently he allegedly stole a car and it used a credit card. Yeah, Target. <laughs> Was it really a yeah, Target? He spent $1,000 at uh, Target. Well, he needed more sweatpants. I guess so. And it's just always funny to me to see overweight criminals. Why is that? Like, uh, you you imagine criminals normally in a fit shape, and this one kind of breaks the stereotype for you? Like, have you ever seen a movie with a fat criminal? Like, or just a, a terribly obese Lobsters. criminal? Dr. No. What's Dr. No? <laughs> uh, he was a... Uh, Bond? Yeah, Bond character bond uh supervisor. i mean it's seriously like these two trying to the comedy dumpling is trying to run and some w- sort of a gimmick and you already uh stick out like a sore thumb at a gym when you're fat right. why would you uh steal at a gym when everybody's looking at you you know saying? you should a fat person should you know steal from a bakery yeah something exactly like something where they fit in they they there's so many fat people to run through there it's hard to pick out which one stole it you got oh, hold on i'm gonna go to local six real fast just so you can see the picture of this guy uh and just how and he's gonna. That's the other thing about being a fat person. You can't hide and you can't change what you look like. You're gonna get caught. It's not unless somehow this is some mastermind who weighs 85 pounds and was wearing a fat suit. Then maybe I can see that. But otherwise, what are you gonna do? Change the uh, quadruple X shirt that you wear? Then you have to go through the embarrassment of the cop realizing, oh, I have to use two pairs of handcuffs to get oh, this guy. Isn't that the most embarrassing thing ever? Together. On, uh, on uh, cops, yeah, whenever they... When they uh, showed that guy in the beginning of uh, credits, uh, he, he had like three of them. Yeah, three, together. just all across the back. Like, I was like, oh, God, I don't even know that now. happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, get the hell out of here. That's too funny. Um, it's the Hideout Headlines <laughs> Game Show on Real Radio 104.1. Let's go to another lady, getting ladies first in the hideout, Heather in Orlando. Uh, world, national, or sports? Sports. All right, here's sports with uh, Gibby. All right, Heather, uh, sports is multiple choice. Kobe Bryant scored this many points last night. A, 61, B, 77, C, 81, or D, 89? That would be C, 81. You are correct also. The girl's on a roll. Good job, Heather. All right, going back real fast. Look at that fat son of a bitch. He has perky breasts. He does. He looks like a fat woman. Sid's right here. Stop it. I may have seen him at the open. You know door. what? He doesn't look much uh, much worse than Sid. Like right around Sid area. Now here's the thing about Sid though, which is odd. Sid has no shoulders. He like he kind of goes out like a pear. <laughs> the guy on local six. Sid, did you just He's come to his clavicles? Did you just come down to Orlando just to rob uh, gyms? 
Yeah, good. If it were me, I would have been at the old country buffet. Yeah. Where fat people belong. Stealing a plate. Was that the picture on Local 6? That's the picture from uh, the Target, right? Isn't that the... Oh, you know what? You're right. Well, you know, it said he he stole $1,000 worth of stuff, but did you see the bag he's carrying in the camera shot? Uh, It's like a little bag with barely anything in it. Those are mini Snickers. That's what he's got in that little bag. He's got $1,000 worth of mini Snickers. Oh, boy. Uh, if you know anything about this, crime line, 800-423-TIPS. Uh, let's move on to, who's next up here? Uh, who's been ha- uh, waiting a while? Here we go, Jimbo. Jimbo and Lakeland, you ready? Yeah. All right, world or national? I'll go world. All right, here's world news with uh, the Gibster. All right, man, world is multiple choice. After more than a decade of liberal rule, this country appeared prepared to hand a limited mandate to the conservatives in today's election. A, Kenya, B, Canada, C, Sweden, or D, Australia? You say Kenya? Oh, yeah, that was, A, uh, A was Kenya, B was Canada, C was Sweden, and D was Australia. I'm going to go with A. A, Kenya. Close, it was B, Canada. Yeah, okay. Canada. How is that? How are Kenya and Canada close, just in the way you say them? Oh, A and B, they're right on top of each other. <laughs> no, it's not even close. I mean, I guess technically, but they're not even, the countries aren't even similar. Uh, and if you're going by alphabet, A and D would be close. They're both the same color on the globe, I think. I Possibly. I suppose, Yeah, that green, just that odd green color on the globe. Uh, yeah, it worked out so well for America. Just handing over the reins to the conservatives. So we'll see where you're at. Well, in 10 we might years. we might finally get along with the Canadians again. <laughs> Canadians and us might uh, was, get together and stuff. I was getting some interesting trivia from Matt Albert. Uh, I think when we were in the office talking about Canada, uh, what were you saying about the sand? Oh, their sand uh, near Hudson Bay is filled with oil, and they have to like they're coming up with some kind of new way to extract the oil from the sand it's become the next big oil refinery or yeah it's actually going to be the largest one in the world when they get it to where they want so canada is going to be coming into some money soon yeah canada has a lot of stuff going for them right now they've got the oil and uh they are the largest uh owners of uh fresh water i had no i had no idea that they had that much going on Plus, they got bands like Nickelback, mm-hmm. Alanis Morissette, Our Lady Peace, Our Lady Peace, Default. They got all kinds. Big Wreck. I think Canada. Crash Test Dummies. Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Pam Anderson, Jillian Barbary. I, AJ Cook. I, I'm beginning to think. Dave Coulier. I'm beginning. The Coulier. I'm beginning to think we're Canada's bitch. When you look at everything they got going on. I mean, if they have a guy who has the tagline "Cut it out, quit it." Here's what I'm worried about with Canada. They might have WMDs. I think we really I, need to go in and check that out. Now is the time to see and just make sure. If not, up oh, we get the uh, reserve and we get the water. They've been looking down on us for years. I mean, Coulier was the voice of the jackalope. I mean, how can you get better than that? Did you say what? Fastest basketball, you'll never catch me. Paul and Palm Bay are in the high <laughs> of our radio. That's so odd, that that very tiny voice coming out of that large body. Uh, Paul, you're left with National. You ready, brother? I guess so. Let's go. All right, here's National with Gibby. All right, it's going to be fill in the blank. The hideout has learned that this automobile <laughs> company plans to cut up to 30,000 jobs and shutter 14 plants in shutter? a sweeping restructuring. And that's probably shut. Uh, go ahead, Paul. <laughs> Uh, you said a car company? Yes. Uh, let's go with 
Ford. <laughs> oh, good guess, man. Yeah, yeah Ford. Th- that is it. Congratulations, you're a winner. Yeah, that's a big story over the weekend. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. It, it actually ties in perfectly. I want to talk about, you know, the whole thing with Canada and Ford. My question is, what does America produce now? I mean, what are we really, really producing now when, it, when you really look at it? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is making logical fun of the insanity that plagues us. Satan is alive and well and working through the liberal media to spread his message. Real Radio 104.1. For great savings and outstanding quality on your next vehicle, you need to visit Thurston's Premier Auto Center or Thurston's Auto Center Claremont. Whether you're looking for an SUV, a luxury car, sports car, import, minivan, they've got them. Thurston's low mileage vehicles are just like new. Most of them with balance of the factory warranty. There's no new car prices at Thurston's. No pressure, no games. All prices clearly marked on the vehicle. Thurston's is also a Carfax certified dealer. Thurston's Premier Auto Center, 1792 in Maitland, and Thurston's Auto Center Claremont on Highway 50. You need to check out Thurston'sAutoCenter.com as well. If you're a pool enclosure installer, I have a great opportunity for you. Dirty Jim here for Design Pros in DeBerry. These guys are installing my pool enclosure, and they want to hire you. Now, you talk about guys who love their work. Most of them have been on the job since it was founded over eight years ago. Earn 15 to $25 an hour installing pool enclosures, and you can work hours that will let you have a family life and a social life. Get hired today by a great company. Call Design Pros in DeBerry, 386-668-5580, or enter keyword jobs at monsters.fm. Headlines game show include... Uh... We had a pair of fifth row tickets for WWE Super Show Monday the 30th at the TD Waterhouse. Sonic Rush for Nintendo DS. Also, some great shows coming up at the House of Blues. Uh, The Kiss Army, a tribute band approved by Kiss themselves. Uh, Live at the House of Blues on the 28th of January, 407-934-BLUE for ticket info. Uh, The Machine Live at the House of Blues, uh, 407-934-BLUE. That is on February 8th. And then um, the Dark Orchestra, a Grateful Dead tribute band, on Thursday, February 23rd, HOB.com, or 407-934-BLUE, and a pair of tickets to Cypress Gardens. Uh, more prizes to be given out during the third hour of the hideout, and the hideout door prize blowout, and of course it's Monday, so whose weekend was it? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. By the way, if you have any criminal legal questions, coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll ask the attorney with Tom Luca, LucaLaw.com, L-U-K-A Law.com. And uh, his office number is 407-895-8887. Um, Monday night in the Hideout, half band dubs, also the comedy dumplings here. Uh, and also thank you to Hot Heather who stopped by, just had a birthday, celebrating it. By bringing us some fried chicken. Oh, very nice of her. Happy birthday to you, sweetie. Thank you very much. Dubs, we were, uh, the, the, the news came out about Ford Motor Company mm-hmm. cutting up to 30,000 jobs Oof. and um, scaling back, if not shutting, possibly 14 plants and a huge restructuring plan. Okay. Now, this, 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 this comes out, all right? And what pisses me off the most is that 30,000 people are losing their gig, Mm -hmm. but thank goodness that Ford's shares rose uh, thanks to today's news, uh, indicating that some investors were pleased with the long-awaited Way Forward plan uh, was announced. So 30,000 people are now in 
a heck of a lot of trouble as to what they're going to do, and especially your home state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least some investors who already have way a whole lot a whole lot of money, at least now they're happy because uh, people lost their jobs. Well, this is what troubles me. This could have been uh, solved a while back with less jobs being cut, you know. Uh, but it took them a while to figure out how to do it and everything. And and now a lot more people are losing their jobs instead of you know maybe before trying to restructure stuff. And by this time they could have been building more jobs back. Now they have to cut 30,000, which is just crazy, especially for Michigan. And uh, I don't know where the other plants are at, but right. Michigan's going to be the uh, biggest hit. You would think so. And then the other thing that I also I'm wondering too, Dubs, is what is America, like what's our big thing? What's our product that we do? Because here's a, the Japanese has banned U.S. beef imports. Mm-hmm. So we can't really kick out. Yeah, we don't have the farming market anymore. We don't have uh, the. Well, I understand. We still, I think we still kick out some food, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, but not like we used to. I mean, people are cutting us off on that all the time. Uh, the only thing that I see that uh, we're really making our money on is pharmaceuticals. All right, there's farm. Here's what we're great at: distraction. Mm-hmm. I think here in America, we're the kings of creating and manufacturing distractions. Now, let me give you examples. What's one of our really, really good products that we kick out there? Entertainment. Mm-hmm. The world loves our movies. They love our music. They love the entertainment that we provide. Although now I'm learning Canada's got a lot going on, too, between Nickelback and Jim Carrey. So so they got that going on. We, you know, we got this. What else do we... We're good at creating, like... Um, well, I, I know one thing, one big thing that we import that usually no one brings up, tension. We're, we're good at sending tension overseas and uh, making money off that. All right, 407-916-1041, I, I genuinely wonder what our, like, what is America's product nowadays? Because here's, we're great at selling. Mm-hmm. Like, we can sell you anything. We sold you a war. No, we're good at selling ourselves stuff, but we aren't good at selling it off to other people. The the uh, smaller how, countries will buy in on it, but... How can you say that? Look at all the coalitions that are behind us. It's the grandest coalition. Ecuador. I hear... You know what we're good at churning out? Right in front of us. Hatred. <laughs> no, not, right here. No, not hatred. Uh, Screw you. Fat asses. Yeah, so we, we, you we build too. a lot of fat asses Lovable in Lovable fat asses. I guess you're Jolly. nice. Got that. Ronald in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys, how's it going? All right. Hey, Gibbs, hey, faster. Faster, Gibbs. Now I'm going to start calling you out on the air for being a slowpoke, you son of a bitch. Get your fat wanna, head together. That's, Go that's ahead. based on the Ford issue. Um, you know, if, if Ford was buying their chassis from a company that created, gave poor quality chassis and they were overpriced and they decided to abandon that supplier and go with somebody else who gave you better quality at a better price... Naturally, the, the value of the company should go up if most people recognize that that was a problem. And unfortunately, labor is, is the, the highest, uh, the, 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 it was one of the things that cost the most in mm-hmm. that type of organization. Right. And when you cut out labor, investors look at it as a positive because you're basically cutting out the fat that was there that should have been cut maybe a while ago. If Ford is guilty of anything, though, I think the research and development department is very guilty for not being ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Ford and GM both make these 
big, gigantic, gas-guzzling vehicles. And if they would have seen the writing on the wall with fuel that was really there about a, probably maybe more like two to three years ago, uh, you know, not even with the war involved, but just gas prices going up in general, what they really ought to be figuring out a way to do is to create something that burns less fuel or uses an alternative fuel. I mean, in making make the big... Size and the big, the big horsepower, that's the magic bullet these days. No, right? And making the big, tough trucks and cars and everything, there's nothing wrong with that because people will buy them still out there, but you can't have that be the base of your company. Well, that's why they say Toyota's now going to be the number one... Uh, if they aren't already now, they're going to be the number one manufacturer because they did the whole research and development thing back in the days of, what was that Michael Keaton movie? What Multiplicity? Was, Batman. No, not Multiplicity. No, the other one where he goes to work for... Uh, Batman. No, it's not Batman. It's not Multiplicity. Remember? Uh, uh, Gun Ho. Oh, I thought it was uh, Jack Frost. No. Batman. Damn it! Not Batman. Batman Returns. He, was, he wasn't, he wasn't in, in that Batman one. Returns. That was Kilmer. Multiplicity. No, uh, Keaton was in Batman and Batman Returns. He was Batman. Pacific Heights. Okay, stop. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. You're missing the point. The Shining. That was Nicholson. Who was in Batman? Him. Okay, you know. Yes, yeah, right. He was in Batman. All right, all right. That's not what I'm saying though. What I'm trying to say is that Toyota, Toyota was ahead of the curve. That's all I was trying to say. I thought we were playing the name game. No, we're not. Kenny in Melbourne, you're in the hide on road radio. What do you got, Kenny? What's going on? Hey, brother. I was gonna say one of the uh, one of the things that we produce around the world is fast food chains. Now that they're is everywhere. that's true. We're great at creating fast food. We're, create, we're great at uh, creating the bad cholesterol. That's one of the good things we're uh, one of the things we're good at. Too good at it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. What does America produce? What's our big export? What do we kick it out for the rest of the world? It's the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, Skull Sauce brings up a good one. Pornography. We do get on the porno, but I think the Germans do it a little bit better than us. Japanese Maybe not as do. much. Now, Japanese, or, or any of those, you can't really see any insertion on Japanese. I mean, those guys have uh, those uh, those vending machines with dirty underwear in it. Right. I'm not complaining. I wish we had some of those over here just on like off days when I'm feeling a little saucy. I'm not saying I'd go there every day, but uh, I think that uh, German definitely do the best. This girl, had, this girl had salmon. <laughs> Germans uh. have really found a niche that none of the other world pornography-wise really wants to go to. I see, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe here in America we're missing out on our niche. Paul in Daytona Beach here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Paul? Well, I was listening to a local talk show the other day, and they were uh, interviewing one of our congressional members who's on the uh, – some kind of China task force, and he was bragging about all the business that China does with us, all the money they spend over here. He says the Chinese love our technology. We make billions of dollars selling them our technology. Didn't they sure, make we, it? We sell them our technology, and then, then uh, after they learn how to make it, they make it cheaper and send it back over here and mm-hmm. put us out of business. And he was bragging that the uh, uh, moving Chinese uh, moving plants to uh, China has kept Motorola in business. That's fine. Nothing Motorola makes is made in the United States now. Yeah, that's, and see, that's the thing you got to worry about, too. And thank you, Paul. The whole thing is, like, our greed at the top for, like, corporations to make more and more and more money, to me, has essentially eliminated the small guy in the jobs. 
I, I, like with Ford. Exactly what happened with Ford. Uh, the workers, they're costing too much. Uh, the labor is costing too much. So we're going to send it to Mexico, or we're going to send, we're going to outsource the phone calls to India. I read this book like four or five years ago. You read it? a book? Yes, I did. Surprisingly enough, I did. And Marriage they, theme bears. <laughs> I used to love those books. I did, too. Those are my favorites when I was growing up as a kid. That one and Clifford the Big Red Dog. I didn't read that. That's for sis. My favorite was Tell Me About It, Bert. I kept all my Berenstain Bear books. I have them all back home, about 100 of them. I love them, man. I think I may have mine somewhere, too. What was with the the foil uh, uh, binding that they had on it? Right in the corner. They had the foil binding with the little bears on it. I don't even remember. All right, so you read a book about a red rocket. No, not a red rocket. About uh, the... uh, about the economy and like what's good. It was it was kind of like a uh, Christmas Carol type thing, but for a guy who owned a TV shop. Okay. And he made friends with uh, like uh, lawmakers and got them to stop importing stuff from China so uh, his uh, store could do better and everything. And it explained, and I wish I could remember the exact words they used, and why you have to take stuff in to uh, be able to make our economy run correctly and if it's a cheaper product and a better product we can't stop it from coming in because we stop that from coming in we can't send our stuff out it creates a whole well, ripple yeah. effect well yeah because you have to that's the whole thing about trade mm-hmm. and you know and that's why it was such a big deal about opening china up to the trade and just because it expands the market and I mean, yeah sure we're able to kick out some of our stuff a few people are going to lose out on uh, the trade but a lot more people will gain off of it. Who's winning right now in America, though? I mean, who's? It's not the average dude. No, not right it's now. It's not even close to. It's not even the middle class. I think, and and th- I may be wrong, but I think if you're not making at least sixty to seventy a year, you're in trouble, aren't you? Oh, we don't make that much, and uh, we're oh, in trouble. No. And, uh, and I can see even making sixty or seventy, and uh, still not being living the. The lavish life. Now, is that our fault because maybe we spend too much? I would say partially, not completely. Because we got to get the new iPod? By the way, that was just a birthday, and <laughs> My birthday is February 10th. Uh, all of you should go in collectively to give me the new iPod. Uh, Peter in Orlando, you're on the hideout. What do you got, Peter? Uh, I want to throw some things out there that uh, we, we produce. Mm-hmm. You got computers and technology, Microsoft and uh, Hewlett Packard, and all these companies that produce computers. You also have uh, these three things, which we put more out on the market than anybody else in the world, which is um, scrap metal, timber, and um, oh goddamn, I had it, but I can't remember now. Oh, food. We grow more food here than uh, I know. Out on the and that, that, that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier with the uh, Japanese not taking our beef anymore. It seems like even that. Some people are cutting out on. And we're, hey, we're missing our forests. We create most, the most timber, but we're out of trees now. I didn't know there's still lumberjacks out there. That excites me. That's what that new movie's about. Brokeback Mountain. Isn't it about lumberjacks? No, about gay cowboys. But gay lumberjacks is going to be the, uh, the that's, sequel. That's the sequel. That's next. Uh, <laughs> Paul and Claremont, you're in the hideout. Dude, you got some nice wood there. What's going on? <laughs> that's too easy. <laughs> what do you got, Paul? Well, the guy already said, uh, you know, we do have a, you know, one of the largest exports of uh, grain and and produce of anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. And the government subsidized, you know, landowners, I mean, farmers, not to uh, produce a lot of stuff on their land because we have so much of it. 
I didn't realize. So and now the farmers we're, are cleaning up, man. I didn't even realize that there's so much that. extra food they're what? telling them don't grow. Oh, they've been doing it for years. I mean, for the last 30 years, 40 years, they've been they've been not and paying them not to grow on those on, the, on their land. You know, I I I come from a farming family. And really? Yes. You had a tractor? Mm-hmm. We have many tractors. We have silos. I thought you raised elephants by looking at your niece. Well, basically, uh, when you feed them that much corn and grain and beef, that's what it turns out out of them. Just a trough of pigs at Dubs' house. But our family, since probably the uh, early 80s, has not done well with farming. Farming has been terrible. I had no idea that they were paying farmers but, not to make food. But that we might just be an exception. Our product might blow. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I actually am willing to bet on it. Uh all right, 407-916-1041, And with the small businesses right now, does it seem like more or less of them are going out of business lately? Of course there are fewer smaller businesses. Because all I heard from, I worked at Big Cheese Pizza, a very small pizza place in Fowlerville. Bragger. And I know. And uh, the guy who owned it was very Republican, and he could not wait for a Republican to come into office so he could you know, really make the money that he wanted to make at that place. How's he doing now? Out of business. Two years after... There's another, there's another American success story for you there. Mm-hmm. And the and gas station... really odd because he was very, very... Uh, doing very well when it was Democratic. Here's the other thing I wonder, too. Um, like, if you're a Republican and you, and you make under $100,000 at the very least, maybe even under $200,000... You gotta realize that this president doesn't care about you, and that nothing he's doing, like financially, is going to help you out. Well, I would doubt that uh, most presidents have cared about that, but I mean, but when it really, in the long run, I mean, you hear these guys who are so hardcore about uh, Bush and this, that, and the other. He hasn't done anything. For, he gave you a three hundred dollar check a few years back. Loved it, and you got a new DVD player. And guess what? Your schools suck. Your roads suck. Everything else, uh, that there's not enough money for the military. But I can watch 40-Year-Old Virgin, which I rented this weekend. Is it Loved good? it. Really? Mm-hmm. Can I borrow it? I rented it. I already took it back. Sorry. What the it's hell? It's only a two-day rental. I'm sorry. Oh, you have like seven extra days. I did no, that you with don't. you once. Yeah, you did. Where'd you get there's it from? No late Blockbuster. Fees. Yeah, there's no late fees. Really? You get up for seven, seven days? days. Yeah. yeah. And you don't wow. get charged anything. Go get it back. Tell them it was a mistake. Maybe stick, stick your hand why, back. Then why do they put the two-day rental thing on it? Because it's a two-day rental, but they give you a seven-day grace period on all rentals. Why isn't it nine days? And then, like, if you get a seven-day rental, it's 14 days. Because then people would keep it nine days and then turn it in late. Now, if it's a two-day rental, they, because everybody brings back everything late, whether it's a library book, a movie rental, nobody's on time in this country. Exactly. Pamela in Orlando, you're on the hideout. What do you got, Pamela? Hi. I have a very good friend who's become a multimillionaire by buying land out in the Midwest. And um, then the government pays him $2,500 an acre to not farm on it. Are you kidding? I had no, there are people starving in this world. I had no idea that this was going on. Why can't they farm on it? Why can't they do this? Why couldn't Kenya come over and say, hey, we're gonna give you, we'll give you some money to make us some food? Or any other starving country. Canada. Canada. Where all they have is oil and water, suckers. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up in hour three of the Hideout, whose weekend was it in the Hideout Door Prize Blowout? 
And also, i got to talk about me taking the class, the MSF Basic Rider course over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. But Monday night, 8 o'clock hour, we chat with our buddy Tom Luca and ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Again, um, you can uh, reach his Orlando office at 407-895-8887 or lucalaw.com. That's L-U-K-A-Law.com. And we were reminded of something, Dubs. Um, and you even had a couple of stories with this. Yeah. Tom, you there? Hey, Tom. Yeah. Hey, How's what's going, going on, man? brother? How are you? Having it, fellas. How are you? Good. Good. Very, very good. Uh, we had just thought of this, and, and we're, Dubs, and I don't know how it came up about the public defender thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the big reasons why to hire an attorney over going with the public defender, Tom, what is that? Well, here's the thing. Public defenders have so many more cases than a private attorney. It's almost like hiring a private detective versus having a police department look for you or, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. A public defender, you have to keep in mind, depending on the size of the city, is going to have between... 70 and 100 clients at any given time that he or she is going to have to deal with. And you're only one out of that. You're only basically a drop in the bucket. A private attorney maybe at any given time, a single attorney probably maybe has 10 to 20. A lot more personal attention. There's a lot more um, focus on your particular case. There's a, it's, it's simply a just a more... I mean, it's hard to explain other than other than how I've said it. You just get more personal attention. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had friends who've had the DUIs and everything end up getting the uh, public defender. Uh, one friend of mine actually, I, this is up in Michigan, but I'm sure it's almost uh, a, a lot of people across the board have the same kind of stories from the public defender. Uh, he got a DUI. He was uh, ready to make a deal. The the state was ready to make a deal, or the city, or whatever. And uh, the uh, the public defender comes in and goes, "Wait, we can't deal. He has priors." So he was just about to get off pretty light, and then the public defender brings up the uh, the fact that he has priors on his record, and uh, got the deal squashed right there. Uh, we're talking to uh, Tom Luca. It's Ask the Attorney. If you have a question, now criminals, what he specializes in is a former prosecutor. So if you have any questions for him, 407 916 1041, 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I, I guess the big thing right now, we just we were just actually talking about it during the Hideout Headlines game show, is this, uh, this fat bastard who allegedly stole some keys out of a. Uh, out of a Gold's gym, and then steals a car, and then takes the Target, uh, takes the credit cards over to Target to run up a thousand dollars worth of stuff. If you're, I don't know how many people would find themselves in that kind of a predicament, but um, what do you do at that point? Where do you go, Tom, other than coming to you and an attorney? Yeah, you're looking. You got some problems. First of all, <laughs> you got grand theft, then you got credit card fraud. You're looking at a lot of problems, and they're going to come down hard on you. Plus, you know, like you said, it's in the media. Anytime it's in the media, the state attorney's office takes a lot harder look at you than if you were just some schmo who did the exact same thing but only weighed, let's say, 120 pounds. <laughs> yeah, if they, cause it could. You're right. The thing that puts this case over the top is the guy is probably three bills at the very, very least. Now, when you uh, when people come into your office and ask you about, like, say this guy came into your office, do they usually know how much trouble that they are in? No, they do not. They have no idea how much trouble they're in. They always think, oh, what am I going to get, like a fine, maybe, 
maybe can I do some community service hours? Like it's, they they really underestimate the amount of trouble that they're that they're in until the absolute. For some reason, I think it's some kind of denial mm-hmm. that people get into when they commit a crime. In that they just most of them just seem to not understand the amount of trouble or the maximum penalty that can be, they, they're facing. Yeah, because you always hear uh, like uh, people like that when you when you hear about people, it's usually how much time they didn't get instead of how much time they did get, and they they never really re- realize that they can get so much time. Tom, what are a couple of the big things? That's the attorney with Tom Lucas, office number four zero seven eight nine five eighty eight eighty seven. What are some of the big things that people maybe underestimate as far as like they walk in? Hey, you know, it's not going to be that big a deal. People always think that like when breaking into a car and like stealing a radio is not that big of a deal that's one of the more common things or when you if another one is people who key other people's cars Ooh. don't realize how how expensive it is to get that car repainted mm-hmm. and if it's over a thousand dollars and a lot of these paint jobs cost over a thousand dollars it's a felony you're looking at prison time wow for keying a car for, prison time and, that, yeah. and that's usually just some young kid who's thinking he's being funny with his friends and yeah, then or, gets busted on it. Or some, you know, it could be some, you know, guy who's upset that, you know, his girlfriend's getting sent naked pictures on her cell phone. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know who that'd be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attorney with Tom Luca here in the hideout of Radio 104.1. Nice. Do a lot more than key that guy's car. Uh, <laughs> let's talk to Zeppelin. Heretic Zeppelin got a question for, uh, I think he's going to be a future client. Zeppelin. What's your question for uh, Tom Luca? Uh, yes, I've heard a rumor that if I get pulled over and the cop asks if I can, if he can search my car, I can tell him no and he won't search my car. Is that true? That is correct. He cannot search your car. He can he cannot search your car if you do not consent to that search unless he has some other form of probable cause. What's probable cause? Like smoke rolling out when I roll down the window? <laughs> that would be it. If he has okay. strong, strong odor of narcotics or marijuana, uh, another thing, if he sees something, let's say if he sees a roach or a blunt in the dash, that's the most, most common one. Another one is, let's say, if uh, he see or he thinks furtive movements, like you're stuffing something underneath the seat, that's another common one. But all those are, are all subject to motions to suppress that, with a good attorney, you might, you can probably get thrown out. Now, uh, let me ask you this, because I've always wondered this thing. Uh, when, you, when I'm getting pulled over, I always worry about reaching over into my uh, into my glove box to grab my uh, registration and everything, uh, because he might think I'm going for something or you know making some kind of odd movements. Should I wait on that or yes, something? Yes, you should always wait until the officer comes up to your window, and then... You ask the officer, officer, what can I do for you? And then the officer will say, please give me your license registration. You then very calmly open or your glove compartment or wherever your license registration is. You pull it out and you give it to him. All right, that's simple. Uh, ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Hey, speaking of probable cause, by the way, 407-916-1041, Got some calls lined up uh, for Tom. If people... All right. If they need probable cause to pull you over, what? how do they get away, the police, with the sobriety checkpoints? Okay, they don't need probable cause to pull you over. They need probable cause to search your car. Okay. To, to, pull, to pull you over, all they need is reasonable suspicion. DUI checkpoints basically is basically a very limited, what they call, what the Supreme Court has 
as has identified as a limited search. That means that the police can only do an extremely limited search on you. Basically, it, it, it amounts to them rolling down the window and asking, "Hey, have you been drinking tonight?" If they don't see, if they don't hear slurred speech, or they don't uh, smell a strong odor of alcohol coming off you, you are set. You are gone. What if you have permanent slurred speech like me? Yeah, Dubs uh, has this thing with his tongue, overactive saliva glands. Can I, Usually can I... you have to have both. Usually okay. you have to have slurred speech and uh, strong odor of alcohol. Um, all right, it's Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca, lucalaw.com, L-U-K-A-Law.com. Let's talk to uh, Sue in Orlando. Sue, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Sue? Hey, Sue. Hi, I'd like a question answered. Okay. When you are arrested and you are charged with a charge, with a, a, a crime... When you get convicted, is your point system through the charge or through the conviction? Uh, what kind of conviction are we talking about? Okay, say you're uh, charged with oh, um, strong arm robbery. Okay. Okay. Wow. And okay, and you go and you plea out to simple robbery. Okay. What is your points? Is your points when you go into the system against strong arm or is it for simple? Okay, first we have to explain a little something. Yeah. J Dubs and, mm-hmm. and El Jefe. In Florida, we have what's known as the point system, mm-hmm. which means once you reach a certain number of points, be it a particular crime or if you have so many prior convictions, mm-hmm. you gain points for every single conviction or current charge. If those exactly. points add up to more than 44, you have to go to prison. It's mandatory prison time. Wow. Oh, no matter yeah. what. Dude. Is it the charge or the conviction? Where do the points come from? It is from? the charge is where the points come from. Oh wow! So, so it, you get you so get. You can, go ahead. But you can you, plead out. But if you plead out, the the points that count against you for the next conviction is going to be the lower regular robbery. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, now, does that work for federal also? For federal, I, to yep. be quite honest, I don't know how that works. But I don't think federal has a their points are the same. For robbery, they just have a straight, a straight up robbery. The only thing they have in federal is an enhancer if you use a firearm or a weapon. I okay, think. So. I Sue, you sounds like I don't know if you're in trouble or somebody you know is in trouble. I didn't even know about the whole racking up points thing. Oh yeah, nobody nobody knows about it until they've actually been through it. And then and it's and it's for the charge, not the actual convention uh, conviction. It is for the charge, and then all previous convictions also ha- score a number of points. So if you have uh, charge plus previous, then that'll be more points. Exactly. And if it all adds up to 44 points or more, it's mandatory prison time for you. Oh, damn, dude. All right. I had no idea. And I guess it's – I don't know if you want to get on a soapbox. What do you think of that, Tom? That sounds – it kind of sounds shady to me, but I don't I don't know the law real well. It is a little shady, but what they were trying what what the Florida legislature was trying to do was to prevent people from just just repeatedly committing the crimes over and over again, robbery, burglary, like I said, like breaking into somebody's car and stealing radios. It, it seems a lot you more know, people do that. You know, get like twenty of those. And there's really, the, for, you know, the judges just kept, would keep letting them out, letting them out, letting them out. So the Florida legislature had to step in and say, no, we're going to say if you get to a certain point, you must sentence them to prison. You, have, you will have no discretion anymore, judge. It basically is taking the discretion of sentencing away from the judges 
for you know for basically repeat offenders. Now it, it seems a, a little bit more reasonable than the three strikes you're out over in uh, California, though. It seems a little bit better than that. It is a lot more reasonable than that because again, we're not talking about major prison time. For 44 points, you're going to score probably in the neighborhood of 13 months in the Department of Corrections, which is just a little over a year. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's kind of taking out the whole "Hey, I got a good attorney" thing. You know, if I get if I hire a good attorney, you know, and I, he's able to get me off, and you can't, it seems like a whole guilty before innocent. Thing. Well, that's why you want. That's what Sue was asking. Is it you know the points go to your charge, but what you want to do is if you can get a good attorney right. who can reduce that charge for you, then it also reduces your points. All right, all right. Hey, wait, the phones are jam-packed. I tell you what, let's. Uh, can you hold on for another I absolutely segment? Absolutely can. Yes. All right. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca, LucaLaw.com. If you're on the uh, if you're on the phone, hang tight. We will get to your question. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. The free consultations. You still doing that, Tom? Still doing free consultations. All right. If you're afraid, maybe you don't want your story out there on the radio. Uh, for a free private consultation, 407-895-8887. Attorney Tom Luca, ask the attorney. And the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. In the middle, ask the attorney. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Again, if you don't want to call on air, but you want a free private consultation, 407-895-8887. His Orlando offices. Tom, you there? Yep. Still got you. Beautiful. Let's go to uh, Destiny. Ladies first, Nida. Destiny and Oviedo. What do you got, Destiny? Hey, Destiny. I just have a very simple question. Can you get pulled over and got to get a ticket for making a U-turn at a red light? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can? Yes, you can. That was it. That's all I wanted to know. All right. Good luck. Uh, what is it? What does that average ticket usually run, something like that? Uh, it's a hundred to running red lights. One hundred fifteen dollars and fifteen and fifty cents. Oh, damn, right, that's a lot of money. Yes, Matt Albert. Getting back to when some when a cop pulls you over, and let's say because I keep my wallet when I drive in my book bag, should I say like before I go to reach for it, I'm going to reach in this bag. I it's just for my wallet. Should I do that? Go. It's pro- Matt. It's probably a safe bet, just in case, because you don't want to. You don't want to be turn around to reach your book bag, and when you turn back around, cop's got his gun in your face. Oh. That's right. not really a good place for for. Black, that's, so. It's not a way to start a traffic stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, uh, he's 500 pounds. He's black. He's in a very small car. <laughs> Uh, that's, I mean, there's no stereotype uh, written there at all. It's not like the cop can see around you uh, as you reach into the, boxes. Uh, into the book bag. Uh, orange soda everywhere. Okay, that's not where. Come on, uh, let's uh, let's go to Angela. Angela in Geneva, you're in the hideout. Question for Tom Luca. Go ahead. Hi Tom. What do you got? Uh, I have. I'm just wondering, is there any recourse to being kicked out of drug court even though you never broke any of the rules, never even popped positive on a drug test? They just decided that uh, that my fiancé was not a drug addict, that he didn't have a drug problem, that he just had a um, psychological problem, and they couldn't help him anymore. Hmm. What county What county drug court is this? It's Seminole County, and he was three-quarters of the way through with the drug court, and uh, he went to court one day, and they just said, uh, you're no longer in the program because uh, you don't have a drug problem. Again, fellas, i got to do a little bit of explaining here. Okay. 
Each county, uh, the state attorney's office has what's called the drug court program, which means for first-time offenders charged with a drug, with a drug uh, offense, mm-hmm. and usually it's a felony offense. Usually it's possession of cocaine or something, possession of ecstasy, something like that. They will offer a, a diversionary program in which, if you go to a certain number of classes, attend uh, narcotics anonymous meetings, uh, drop basically drop a urine every single week. Uh, and it all comes back as negative, after a year, you get your case thrown out of court. Now, I believe what the young lady is asking is, how can you get kicked out of drug court? And the problem is, is that the drug court program is run exclusively by the, that particular county's court's administration. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way is if you want to get back in a drug court, is you have to get your your attorney to file a motion to get you back in a drug court. Usually, it's it, if the facts are what they say they are, they'll at least, at the very least, give him the opportunity to complete some kind of treatment, even if it's just to attend a certain number of narcotics anonymous meetings, so that he doesn't have to doesn't have the conviction on his record. So in in this case, he um, was addicted to opiates after being in a bad car accident. Okay. And um, and the felony conviction was forging prescriptions, and um, so he just kind of got caught up in that situation. Um, I call it forging a good time. Yeah, that's what Dubs does. Uh, uh, this it's is a the... bad time. It ends up a really bad time. Well, yeah. So. Dub... Um, oh, you give me worst case scenario, sweetheart. <laughs> Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, ask the attorney. I mean, I, I, it sounds like what you need is a lawyer to file the motion for yeah, you. Yeah, you need right? a lawyer to file a motion to try to get him back in a drug court and, and basically to argue it before the drug court judge. And nine times out of ten, the drug court judge is going to take some mercy on you and or on the client. I would figure, better. especially because they want to better themselves. And, and they, he went three quarters of the way through. Exactly, he did go three quarters of the way through. That's going to go a long way. It might have been just an administrative thing where they figured, hey, look, this guy obviously doesn't fit our normal mold because he hasn't tested positive. Because nine <laughs> times out of ten, again, drug court people do test positive at least once. And so, the, so they're not really there to help you. They're there kind of... Again, that's one of those things where it doesn't seem like it's on the... It seems a little shady to me. Well, I mean, if they're it's there it, to help you, but they're there to, to, to basically keep a close eye on you mm-hmm. is what they are. They want to make sure that you don't... like. They want to make the, the act of taking any narcotic so abhorrent to you that you never want to do it again. It's, but it seemed like it works, so why punish the guy who's actually following the rules? Because, again, the rules, if he's not a drug addict, then he doesn't feel it as hard as someone who is like gets the shakes every single, wakes up with the shakes every morning. Oh, okay, I see what you say. All right, ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Um, McKinney, if you can't get it through the, on the radio or you don't want your stuff on the radio, free private consultation at 407-895-8887. Uh, let's go to Mike in Orlando. What do you got, Mike? Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm calling on behalf of a friend. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, um, he's wanting to know: Is it better? Like, he's got some outstanding warrants, let's say in Orange County, and over in Tampa, and he is wondering to know if he's got more cases against him in Orange County. Is it better to turn himself in per se than to just get picked up by the police? It is always uh, it is always better to turn yourself in rather than get Mike. picked up by the police. Mike. 
I mean, does that show up better in court, though? It certainly that, does show up better. My friend? It certainly does show up better, better uh, in court for uh, your friend. Stop with the Fred gimmick. We know it's you, ass. We know it's you. Just say, how can you help me, Tom? Where do I go to turn myself in? The key is you have to make sure, though, that, again, you have a lawyer before mm -hmm. you turn yourself in because what you don't want to do is that warrant is usually a no-bond warrant, which means you can't bond out once you turn yourself in. That means you're going to have to get yourself an attorney before you turn yourself in so that that attorney can file a bond motion prior to you turning yourself in so you spend the absolute least amount of time in jail as possible. That is especially true if you have warrants in two different counties. And not only just the bond, but when you go in there, you want to know, have an idea of what's going to be asked of you and uh, what you should be telling and not telling here's the, when you go in. Here's the, I would figure you just want, it's like you're walking in, maybe if you're going into a fight, you always want some backup. I would figure anytime you're going to go deal with any legal situation. Well, anything you want to go into, you want some know-how into it and you want knowledge. some insight. Yeah. That's the lawyers for, knowledge. Exactly. You just don't want to show up at the jail and say, take me away, guys. Because that's, that's the wrong attitude to have. Because then it's going to take them time to process you, figure out who you are. They're going to have to, they're going to have to give you all these, you know, it just, it takes, it just, it complicates the process immeasurably if you don't have a lawyer before you turn yourself in on a warrant. Let's go to Dakota in Keenansville. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Dakota? Yeah, um, let's say you're a juvenile, all right? Okay. And you, uh, we're saying armed burglary, first degree felony. <laughs> and you do it with an older man, all right? You do the crime with an old man. What? How can you get out of that? Okay. First of all, how old is the juvenile? Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh. <laughs> Fifteen or fourteen, because it makes a difference. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen, you're somewhat on the cusp of, of what they call direct file, which means the, the serious nature of the crime, you can be technically charged as an adult by the state attorney's office. Now, it's unlikely that they would, but what you would have to do, your best bet, would be you would have to agree to testify truthfully against your older co-defendant, and then thus making a ca making the case against him easier on the uh, for the for the state attorney to make. That would give the state attorney reason to charge you as a juvenile, and basically let you off pretty much with a lot less penalty. All right. All right. So again, Dakota, drop the my friend thing and go find an attorney. Uh, I'd say Tom Luca. I always like the let's say oh, yeah. my friend <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> eight days ago, you did a strong arm robbery against <laughs> an Indian guy. Just let's say. <laughs> let's say. Let's Ar say. You know, an armed robbery, first degree felony, guys. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Well, here's the thing. We're out of time. It was great stuff. Uh, as usual, ask the attorney with Tom Luca. Here's the thing. If we didn't get to you, you got the free consultation at 407-895-8887. You hear him here on the hideout. He's very, uh, he's not mean. Actually, he's good at, he's good, uh, he's good at throwing out a couple jokes with uh, me and Dub, so I can appreciate that too. So, uh, feel free to ask the attorney at his office at 407-895-8887 or lucalaw.com, L-U-K-A law.com. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Hi, right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. It's the hideout, real radio 104.1. Tom Hanks, though, is one of those actors that literally makes like $20 million a film. So right. it's not like he really needs to work anymore. I, I mean, he's made enough money over uh, his time or uh, easily on the films alone. That's not even counting back ends. That's probably just base salary, $20 million. He's he's well worth over probably $200 million as a person. So he mm. can 
afford to throw back and say, hey, I'll take a price cut for the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, well, the Da Vinci Code, he was supposed to take uh, 40% of uh, the shared earnings Mm -hmm. for it. Uh, he cut down to 25. Oh, oh. gee, thanks. And that's not going to be a hit. Yeah, that's going to be a huge, huge movie. Uh, he's going to have to go to Golden Corral. I know. Now he's now he's going to start shopping <laughs> I, at Ross but, and I, uh, I, Target. I actually thought it was a, a good move by him. Steinmart. Why you say that? Well, because he's already made the movie. It's not like he's worried about getting the money for the movie. He's already made it. He already had a deal in set, so he could have gone through and uh, said, no, I want my 40%, but he... Right before it got released and everything, he's put out that. Now he's going to feel like, you know what, I don't have to give to charity anymore. This is great. Yeah, Did he this, ever? This is the 15%. This was what was going to go to the oh, Hurricane wow. Katrina uh, victims. Now instead, I don't have that extra 15% of the Da Vinci Code to give out anymore. Um, 407-916-1041, So we went over some of the big movies, I think, last week that were mm-hmm. slated to come out. Dubs, though, you found something on sequels that yeah. are in the works. Yeah, there's some sequels out there that are going to be made uh, in the next couple of years. Indiana Jones 4 will be coming out in, a, in, a, in I think it says here, 2007. Uh, With Jones, Harrison Ford? Jones on yep. Geritol, is that what they're going to call it? Harrison Ford uh, is signed on for it. Um, let me see. Are they going to bring Sean Connery back as the dad? Is no, he yeah. is going to be in it? Is he going to play the young? Oh, wait. He can't. It's going, to be, uh, it's going to be thrown in his uh, son or maybe daughter as the heir to the okay, throne so of... Okay, uh, so bomb. That's yeah. not going to work. Uh, Batman Begins sequel. Kind of a sequel to the prequel. Um, the Joker on that one, right? Uh, Joker is one of them on there. Uh, they, they, they said they're going to go with multiple um, multiple villains in this one. All right, All right. so that does that mean Nicholson's back, though? Maybe. They haven't talked to anybody about it because it's still like in the stages of uh, getting everybody casted and everything. But the Joker, maybe uh, Two-Face, and Penguin. Will you go see it? Yeah. You I still haven't seen Batman Begins yet, but I, I really want to see it, and I'll, I'll go see it. I know the bit. Dumplings rented it over the weekend. you like it? We were actually watching it this morning. It's yeah. great. Yeah. All right. So you guys will go see that. We've talked about this one before, Rambo 4, the uh, plan I'm putting out. Which, I, no, I'm not gonna see. I never liked any of the Rambo. Movies. I loved Rambo, especially the one where he's running through the woods uh, and the local cops are just chasing after him all the whole time. He's picking him off from the top of a waterfall. All right, that was the first one, right? No, that was uh, the second or third one. The first one was actually second in war. One was in another country. Yeah, no, the first one was Rambo. First one was here. Rambo will come out of hiding to take justice into his own hands after a little girl goes missing. <laughs> so is he going to Aruba? Oh, what is he gonna do? Is it, is he just out of the head? going after a hot blonde chick? Is this like Law and Order ripped from the headlines? That sounds like the plot from Commando. You're yeah. right, except it's not his little girl. <laughs> yeah. Who was that, Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Old School 2 oh, is nice. uh, going to be coming out. Uh, which they... uh, it looks like it's going to be set in Daytona Beach. Hmm. Frank the Tank back for that one? I think so. Uh, uh, yeah, they got the engineer from JFK. They got Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, and Luke Wilson. So they're all going to do it. Oh, they're going to do a whole bunch of new uh, recruits. And the early drafts of the script say they're going to be headed to Daytona for spring break. All right, what's the chance to hide out there? Uh, and then they get interviewed. Or they do a crazy, wacky stunt for the Helmet of Pain on a radio show called The Hideout. Um, all right, don't tell me this is real. Another Rocky? Yes. 
Rocky, yes. Rocky will be coming back, and actually, not like the last one where he did street fights, he'll be getting back in the ring because he's broke again. Yeah. I saw screenshots of Rocky Six today on mm-hmm. the website, and he looks better than Schwarzenegger, I give him that. He's 60, and he's still in shape. You know, he, I, I saw him in uh, that contender, uh, contender show, mm-hmm. and he didn't look that bad, but... He's 60. Yeah, it's another it's and another he, Rocky. And he's not going to be that 24-pack he had down there in Rocky Four when he's fighting the Russian. All right, and now this is, is this real dubs, or is this what uh, you wrote in here? The uh, He's in financial ruin and is faced with a choice, eat cat food or return to the ring. No, this was all stuff that he... Uh, all parts of the plot in the movie. Here's what I'd I didn't. Ra- write, I didn't write any of this. Here's what I'd rather see. I'd rather see him in a 7-Eleven trying to decide between wet cat food and dry cat food. I can't afford anything else. And then he calls Chunks because Chunks does it multiple times. Uh, I prefer the wet. It's like popcorn. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be dry. Another one. Wedding Crashers two. All right. Is it too soon already? Well, they're still in the writing stage of it. And but it, it has been ordered. Is that a whole thing about sequels? Like, once a movie is doing well, then it's guaranteed, no matter how crappy, they're going to come out. Well, like, if, even if there's no idea for it. Well, that's what they that's what they say here. Uh, that they're still trying to figure out a way to uh, write this so the two people that ended up happy at the end of the movie are now again miserable and going crashing weddings. All right, and the rest of these we already know about. X Men Three is mm. coming up, or X Men Three. Spider-Man 3 has already uh, begun filming. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and uh, Superman Returns. Alright, are any of these going to be good? And here's a question I like to throw out there. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. What are some of the uh, worst sequels ever when you think about it? Some of the ones that come with top of mind... Um, what is it, The Godfather 3? Godfather 3 was is always coined as one. It's just because the first two were so good, and 3, you know, really kind of messed the bed. And maybe, Gre- like, Grease 2. Grease I, 2? Yes. I mean, Grease 1 wasn't terrible. It was, a, it was a movie you enjoyed watching in school, but Grease 2, if, if your uh, teacher ever pulled that out of the hat, you wanted to slap her across the face. All right, for- I still watch Grease 2 at least once a week. Constantly, I love the movie. It's horrible. Adrian's a man should not be allowed on film. I'm sure you uh, enjoy Weekend at Bernie's too, huh? No. No? Just Grease 2. Michael Carrington, Stephanie Zanoni. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, just talking about the because some of the sequels they were, we talked about coming out they look good. Superman especially. I I'll be in line for that one. I'm not going to see that. I mean I may, but I'm not a Superman fan. Not interested. You know that movie Airbud about the basketball dog? Right. Th- didn't they come out with like a football sequel to that or something? They actually had like four different Airbuds. They had one for football, basketball, soccer, and I think one other one. That's, you that's just before stupid. the dog died. It, that is what ended up happening, too. The dog died, so the franchise was over, yeah, right? Didn't, he, didn't the dog get its leg amputated a couple of times? I don't even know about that. You could just be lying now. He had diabetes or something. Noel in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Like an old black man. Yeah, I just want to talk about the actual uh, the Jaws movies. I think they started out pretty good with one and two, but uh, 
three and four, and that, that totally sucked. I thought Flipper was better than that. Uh, now, which one was it where it was they were in the underwater aquarium? Which was the underwater aquarium, the Jaws? Um, four? No, four was when they traveled from, uh, when the, the shark traveled from New York to the Bahamas, chasing after the people. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I think Which one is the one where the mom is angry and, like, it's the mother of Jaws that's back? Uh, I think that might be three. Voorhees? Oh, no, that's... Uh, no. That's when he takes Manhattan. Oh. I know there is Which one. Which one is, he's on the spaceship. Okay. The tenth one. All right, save this for your show, stupid asses. This isn't the two of you running here, running a bit. Uh, Steven and Coco, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Steven? Uh, Jaws 3 is the one you're talking about within the aquarium. Uh, it's at Disney World. Uh, oh, I... Caddyshack 2 is the all-time worst. Yeah, I've heard uh, a lot. Of, I've never seen Caddyshack 2. I loved Caddyshack 1, but I've heard so many bad things about Caddyshack 2, I never saw it. Yeah, that's the worst of all time. Uh, all right, thank you, Stephen. Caddyshack 2 is just Jackie uh, Mason just rattling off his old bits. It's just that. How many How many original people do they bring back on that? Not many. None, I don't think. Uh, I, isn't that the big deal, though, as far as when you have the standard that's set so high mm-hmm. with with a movie like that, and then it, it, if it doesn't even come close, a lot of times it has to be even uh, even better than the original, or it's considered somewhat of a failure. Yeah, like uh, uh, the Jurassic Park 4 was probably one of the worst sequels I've ever seen. I don't even think I made it that far in the Jurassic Park series. I went to the theaters and saw it. Yeah, well, they four. stopped at 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. William H. Macy was in three. Who was in four? Was that a straight-to-DVD release? No, it was in the theaters very shortly. I went in theaters and saw it. Oh, wow, look at you. Darkness, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Darkness? Uh, I like the second American Pie movie. Yeah, the second American Pie pretty much lived up to the first one, but the third one and and now the fourth one. Yeah, who's going to go to Bandcamp? Anyone get that one now that it was out on DVD? We watched it the first day it came out on DVD. How was it? It was parts of it were funny, but it was nowhere near the American Pie stage. I saw some of the longer form previews for it. It looked like there might be some funny parts in it, but it just maybe if they changed the name of it and did a completely different, like you know, like try to sell it as something different, not American Pie, it would have worked out. They brought Eugene Levy back. That's which it. Is great. Uh, Dustin and Deltona here in the hideout. What's up, Dustin? What's up, fellas? Hey, I got a good one and a bad one for you. Okay. The good one, Austin Powers. Uh, the, the spy who sh- which one yeah, was the, the second spy who shagged me. Yeah, uh, the Austin Powers series, and the bad one was uh, Blues Brothers, what, 2000 or whatever it was. Oh yeah, mm. that was that was more of a remake than a sequel though, right? I think it's a different standard. Well, they did uh, almost the exact same bits only 20 years later. Like they saw the exact same people. Right. Like I, the the guy that ran the restaurant. The, he's the same guy that ran the bunker they sang at in the first movie. All right, cause see, I think that's it's a little bit different when you're talking remakes. Cause right now we're talking sequels. Uh, 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. How about something like all right, which I think was better and still is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, Revenge. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Empire. Empire Strikes Back. I think Empire Strikes Back was a great sequel. And probably even two, like the Lord of the Rings ones as well. How about uh, Terminator? Terminator 2? Terminator 2 was good. I think that was a really good one. Almost probably better than the first one. If, if not, the same, even better. Uh, Mike and Coco Beach are in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? 
Yeah, uh, Ghostbusters 2. That was a piece of crap. Ghostbusters 2? Wasn't there Ghostbusters 3, too? Alright, here's the thing. The first one was so epic. And did they have everybody back for the second one? I think they changed one person up. Or did it focus mainly on Rick Moranis? I think three focused on Rick Moranis. I think there was a three. Wow. I'm pretty sure there was. I mean, it had... Ghostbusters 2 had everything. A walking Statue of Liberty... Uh, Jackie Wilson singing over loudspeakers. That was the one with the big painting that came alive, yeah. right? Was, okay. And it was that big river of ooze underneath oh, yeah. the city. Uh, that, that, was, that was awful. <laughs> They'll still show it every once in a while on uh, Comedy Central. Yeah. All right, Giant Brian says Aliens was uh, an epic mm-hmm. sequel. I don't think I saw Aliens. I don't really watch the Aliens movies, and that's surprising to me because I love science fiction. I really dig on the science fiction, but for some reason I don't get it. I think you'd still like those, even if you watch them now. Even really? Though, even though they're so old. I know you like the original, but uh, Major League 3, Back to the Miners, I, I, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Anything with uh, the guy from Quantum Leap, I'm going to poo-poo. I didn't think, Except for Quantum Leap. I didn't think Major League, I didn't think Back to the Miners was that bad. In fact, I think it was better than 2. It, it didn't have Behringer. In fact, 2 sucked, and here's the reason why Major League 2 sucked. Because of the fact that it was PG-13. Yeah, once you change it up like that. It needed to be rated R. And that's another thing that pisses me off when they figure we're going to cut out some of the cussing. We're going to out, cut out some of the sex. Even some of the themes. So that maybe uh, high schoolers can go see it. You know they're going to go see it anyway. How about Teen Wolf 2? Never even knew Justin it was. Bateman? Yep. Ugh. That was 2? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't they make a three? Maybe. Oh. I can imagine they would. Hmm. The well. things they get away with. All right, let's go to uh, Phil and Deltona here in the hideout. What do you got, Phil? What's happening, guys? What's happening, brother? Not much, man. Hey, that first Rambo, it wasn't even called Rambo. It was, uh, it was called First Blood. Oh, yeah. And, and it was here. And uh, as far as that Jaws, it was, you're right, man. It was Jaws 3, and it was at SeaWorld. It wasn't at Disney like that other dude said. Oh, so that was filmed here? Yeah, SeaWorld in Orlando. Oh, I, you know, I, that's the one thing. That's the one place I haven't been yet is the SeaWorld. Uh, who's going to take me for free? Because I don't pay for things. Looking around the room. Well, I'm starting in the room first, giving you guys right of first refusal. If you're not going to step up, then I guess i got to go somewhere else to go to SeaWorld. Chunks to take you. I'll go ahead and refuse first. I'll refuse second. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe somebody will buy me a pass. Uh, Gina, ladies first in the hideout. Gina in Winter Haven. What do you got, Gina? Hey, I got a good one and I got a bad one. Okay. The good one is the Halloween series. Ah. And the bad one is the Cruel Intentions. Well, well the, you're the, right on Cruel Intentions. The Halloween series is great other than the one where uh, it's about the mask that uh, when right. you watch TV it uh, eats your face or something. That was the worst one. There, There's a whole uh, mask uh, factory that these people were putting together. The only thing about Halloween or Jason, uh, or what's the guy's name, uh, Michael Myers. only thing with Michael Myers is uh, the, the uh, original Halloween's on the TV the whole time. Uh, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, hey, thank you, Gina. That's the only thing about it that has Michael Myers. Uh, Son of Mask was uh, with Jamie Kennedy. Horrible. I never saw it. When, when the really dog bad. puts the mask on? No, when the baby puts the mask on. And the dog. Oh, the baby didn't need the mask because it was, <laughs> he was born like oh, from the mask. Get the genetic ability. Yeah. I see. So what did the... 
Uh, oh, uh, Jamie Kennedy, like, wore the mask. All right, mask. that's enough. That You said the two words right there that let me know it was crap. Jamie Kennedy. That right there was enough for me to realize what about, awful. When, a, what about when a baby and a dog both do the same thing? That's crap. No. I, I would even watch it until you mentioned Jamie look, Kennedy. Look who's talking now, uh, baby. <laughs> Horrible. No, look who's talking, talking now is baby and animal, right? Yeah, with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Uh, I want to thank Johnny Boy. Actually, gave me a great idea. He said, um, if you go over to SeaWorld and take Matt Albert, you can say you're a well trainer and they let you in for free. Didn't see that one coming. He's driving men in a flatbed. Where's the free Willie joke? Should I be wearing a black shirt, maybe? No, you but mean you should the, paint your I stomach wanna, white. Wanna, <laughs> you mean the same one that you always wear? Whenever we're going to leave that, that same button down? Oh, I wear the gold one, but I don't want to, you know, big gold coin. Hmm. Big nugget. Big. Just wrapped in, uh, like a chocolate uh, uh, coin wrapped in the uh, nice gold foil. Derek, a 95, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Derek? Hey, man, how about uh, the Die Hard movies? I like Die Hard with a Vengeance. You're right. Those Die Hard, actually, oh, and the second one, too. All right, which was the one with Samuel Jackson? Was that Die Hard? Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance 3. All right, so what was 2? 2? Uh, I cannot remember what happened in 2. But... I don't know. The first one was the best one, if you mm. ask me. Right. Uh, but, also, what about the Friday the 13th movie? Up and down. The one uh, Friday the 13th 3, I believe, was uh, 3 and 3D. And it yeah. was terrible. They just tried to put so much money into the 3D. And if you watch it now, you don't have 3D, of course, on your regular TV. You watch it now, and you can just see where they're just trying to put the 3D in all the time. But it, it's it's awful. That's actually the one where he got the mask yeah. that kind of started that whole Jason franchise. Mm-hmm. That's the only good thing about it. That's where he picked up the mask. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, stay tuned, because coming up in about 10, 15 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Door Prize blowout, and whose weekend was it? Right now, though, talking sequels. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, 407 and Star 104.1, your singular wireless phones. And Dubs, uh, in a sense, we're doing a bit of a sequel as we're hosting another Madden tournament. Uh, that is coming up uh, this Sunday from noon until 3. Uh, we're all going to be out at the movie stop in Orlando uh, for the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. Hosting a 2006 uh, PS2 Madden tournament. Grand prize will be a PS2, a copy of Madden 06, $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, and a coupon for 40 free wings from uh, Pizza Hut Wing Street. And so the registration for the tournament begins at 11.30, so make sure you get there at least by 11.30 to get signed up for this tourney. I do believe it is free to get signed up, right, Chunks? There's no cost? Uh, no, there's no cost to sign up. And so there's no cost... You show up, if you're good at Madden 06, then you can win those prizes that I mentioned before, and the tournament will begin promptly at noon, plus we're going to have food and drinks from Pizza Hut. So the movie stop is at 2438 Kirkman Road in Orlando, and I believe uh, the great Matt Albert will uh, will be out there as well. He actually liked to win a copy of 06, too. So maybe uh, maybe we can work something out. Uh, we're talking about uh, these uh, sequels, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan in Winterhaven. What's up, buddy? Yo, dude, I just wanted to say, uh, Die Hard 2 was the, actually the one I thought kind of sucked. It was the one in the airport where the rogue military guys took over the airport and he had to go, you know, Wasn't that it. over in, uh, over in, uh, Washington, D.C., over at, uh, the, uh, 
What was it called? Uh, Dulles. 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 Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was in Dulles. It was set in Dulles. Yeah. You're right. Okay, that was the second one, the airplane one. Then I didn't think that one was so bad. Where they were going to throw? Where they, they were? Although when he's climbing onto the plane mm-hmm. and doing that kind of stuff. You know what one? Uh, what uh, sequel I kind of liked? I'm kind of ashamed for liking. Uh, Under Siege 2. The one with Steven Seagal. Is that the one when he's on the train? The train, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. All right. Uh, what about the Resident Evil movies? Never saw them. I liked them both. I don't I don't know why they made the second one, because the first one didn't make any money, and uh, I, it was forgettable. Another that. reason for Mila Jojovich. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the new movie that she's got coming out. Uh, it's too out there for me. It looks horrible. Yeah, it's not one of those I can just sit there and watch. It's it's real kind of huge. It's like they're trying like the Avion Flux or whatever. Avion mm-hmm. Flux with long hair. That's what. It right. Like. It just looks like they're trying a little too hard to get out there. Uh, Chris in Melbourne. What do you got, Chris? I got a good series and a bad sequel for you. Okay. You got the good series with the Lethal Weapon series. I thought the majority of the Lethal Weapons were good. They, uh, you know, they had their downtimes on the sequels, but they were all overall good. Right. And the, uh, the bad one I was thinking of was Transporter 2. Okay, I went to go see the original Transporter, and the, thank goodness, the real, uh, like, for the movie, literally blew up after the first ten minutes, because I was regretting the first ten minutes, and they, the reel at the movie theater blew up, and so they gave me a free ticket, and I went back later to watch a better movie. So I can only imagine Transporter 2 was awful. Yeah, I couldn't believe they made a sequel to that. Probably one of the best sequels of all time, Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, was a hundred times better than the first one. Khan! Mo! I have to... Applause. I have to agree with Sid Cata, the uh, chicken gravy, the comedy dumplings are sitting in tonight. You like The Wrath of Khan? I think that one was definitely better. Well, I can't say I'm a big fan, so I can't say which ones are better or worse. All right. Stickman says, Speed 2 blew more than Hurricane Katrina. Speed mm. on a boat. Yeah. Going 15 knots. <laughs> can't go below 15 knots. Couldn't you just jump out of the boat? I never understood that. You're yeah, literally like, in the water. Like a new. If you if you're on a bus, you can't jump off the bus because you'll hit the pavement. But oh. if you're on a boat, you can jump off into the water. Remember, when it was about to hit the tanker at the world's slowest collision. It was like going five miles an hour. It's like uh, it takes the tanker uh, you know, half an hour to warm up. It was like, oh Jesus. All right, how about this for good? Wayne's World sequel. Wayne's World 2, uh, Wayne Stock? Yeah. I hated it. I saw it the other day on, like, UPN, thought it was awful. There's some bad licorice in the audience, dudes. <laughs> I, think, I think it was just because Wayne's World, like, the first one was so good. Like, how can you beat the first one? That's a classic. And then, for bad, I don't believe this, but I think the Matrix sequels were great. They weren't as good as the original. And, the, the, again, that was that lived up, to, they couldn't live up to the hype. But I think, overall, as a trilogy... If- if it holds you, up. If you threw that movie all out all at once, I think people would love it. But you know, people were just expecting something, and and they were so long in between where the the hype built up so much that it but, just kind of between short. one and two, and then sadly that killed three, and I thought three was great. Uh, Mike and Edgewater, what do you got? Uh, terrible sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grease two. Uh, I had Michelle Pfeiffer. She was pretty hot, but the rest of the movie sucked. No, oh, yeah, yeah, we definitely, we hit up on Grease, uh, Grease 2 already. What about the song Reproduction? <laughs> Sing it for me. 
The parts of a flower are so constructed that very, very often the wind will cause pollination. You do if watch not, it every week. Then a bee or any other nectar-gathering creature can create the same situation. Yes, Matt Albert. Can I request the song of the two being in the uh, bomb shelter? What's that song called? Let's do it for our country. Exactly. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> do you know, know that one, um, Work it out. Come on. Yeah. It's, uh, let's do it for our country, the red, white, and the blue. It's Uncle Sam who's asking, so your parents will approve. You're awful. <laughs> Tomorrow uh, I'll be fighting, right. and I'll win this war for you. Let's do it for our country. We owe it to our country. BC and Merritt Island here in the hideout. <laughs> our country wants us to. Yeah, go uh, ahead. When I was a kid, man, Home Alone, that was a pretty good one. Right. Home Alone Home Alone 2 was the one Home in New York, Home. but then when he got to the other kid that wasn't uh, yeah. Macaulay, Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, that's when it took a crap. Uh-oh. And my good one would probably be Backdoor Bandits 2. Ah, yes. Any of those. DC Debauchery 3 through 5. Or uh, just outstanding for our buddy Porno Dan. John in Orlando. What do you got, John? Hey, I got a good sequel and a really bad third trilogy. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Second one, rock. Third one, they were in freaking Japan. I didn't get it. <laughs> well, that's just like the three ninjas. Right. You know? yeah. And they did all theirs. It was, it was the same gimmick, just done worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the second one was cool because that's when I found the ooze and started mm. to go into how they were actually around. It was it was pretty bad. It was pretty cool. Right. And they I made think... that big turtle. Thank you, John. <laughs> and they made the monsters and with yeah. the ooze from. Um, now why didn't they so... ever introduce Crane into this? There's never a Crane in the movies. No, I never understood that either. Because who he did they fight? Uh, Shredder. Yeah. But there's no Crane, the big guy with the, that's the brain in the belly. Yeah, and that would have been perfect for a third one. Mm-hmm. What happened to the panda that was dressed as a samurai? I mean, <laughs> that was a, I had that action figure. I never saw it in the movies. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And Splinter was never up to par at that puppet they used. No, Dingleberry Stu and Lakeland, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, I know. I have the best of the worst sequel. Okay. That would be uh, uh, Conan the Destroyer. Alright, I never saw Either any of, of the Conans. I'm gonna have to take your word, Dingleberry <laughs> Stew. Conan was just never anything that entered my mind of, hey, that's what I have to see. Yeah, you, you, that's when you walk by in the old movies and you just keep on walking. You look at it, it doesn't even pick your interest to pick it up and turn it around and read it. Jeff and Ocala, what do you got, my friend? Hey, boys, I got two for you, actually. Okay. Uh, the sequel that blew away the original movie. Uh, the original Pink Panther. Uh, the original Pink Panther. Uh, the, the, the original one really blew, but the, but the second and third and fourth ones were really good. It really picked up after uh, Chief Inspector Dreyfus came into the, the I'm not, show. I've never really watched them, yeah, so I, I have no comment. I, I, I was mad because they weren't like the cartoons. So I, I yeah. <laughs> uh, What was the other one, Jeff? And uh, Porky's. Right. The original Porky's, if you didn't laugh at the Lassie scene and the Tallywhacker scene. Oh, the Porky's was great. Yeah. All now, right. how about this? Revenge of the Nerds 1, great. Revenge of the Nerds 2, pretty good. 3 and 4 sucked. 2 was Nerds in Paradise. 
three was uh, where were they at? They uh, they go back to the Greek Council or something. And then four was nerds and nerds and uh, time or nerds in the future. Speaking of remakes, that's one of the few movies I'd love to see a remake of. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Nerds, but just because of the updating of technology and where you would have things like the LAN parties and the, <laughs> in the EverQuest, you know what I mean? You just have so much more material now that you could use for nerds Yeah. that I think it would actually be very... Yeah, bring you, back Ogre, though. And when you go back and you look... And what if K-A-T really spelled dog? Beer. <laughs> and if you look back, too... Weren't a lot of the nerds that you, in the movie you kind of would want to hang out with? The, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, or does that, I hang out with the Spalnicks? Booger. <laughs> yeah, Booger. I, I Booger. think He's Booger. Cool party with. Booger. Booger. The great thing about two was that's when Booger met his like uh, his mentor yeah. that learned that taught him how to uh, belch for a long time. Oh, did you see the? It was one of the sequels. It was Booger, but like a version of Booger, but uh, he was Asian. And he was kind of Elvis-like. I think that. <laughs> yeah. Was, I think that was four. Uh, you know who's Booger? Chunks. Look at the hair. Yeah, that's look Booger. At, look at the, when, especially look, when, when he wears just the white T-shirt and the body, mm-hmm. and when he doesn't shave. Which is every day. Here's the problem, though. Booger, better face. Didn't look like a basset hound. Remember in two when he just loaded up his whole. Uh, his whole uh, uh, thing with condoms and yeah. did that with him. Threw out all the pants and everything. He thought he was going to get laid a lot. Uh, Dubs, the phones are packed. <laughs> uh, people want to talk about, and there's some good ones up here we didn't even hit. All right, we'll, we'll stretch it. All right, we'll take it one more just so all you guys can get through. And then after that, at 930, we'll do the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Sequels. Good ones, bad ones. It's the Hideout. Executive producer Booger Chunks. Or is it Chunks Booger? Or is it just Boogs? I like Boogs. Boogsy Night. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What is this? I guess it's Gwen Stefani. Is this a hit? I'm digging it. It's on Billboard. This is actually a hit? What happened to her? She used to be so cool. She got pregnant. So out. I guess. This is very 80s. Speaking of some of those 80 movies and we're talking about sequels. Yeah, we were, uh, we were actually just talking about uh, the kind of bringing back some of the memories of Revenge of the Nerds 2. <laughs> I'm telling you, that needs to be the next remake. All right, let's run through these sequels real fast, Dubs, just because people have been waiting patiently to get through them. Uh, let's go to uh, Jason in Orlando. What do you got, Jason? Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, brother. Congratulations on the ratings. Thank you very much. I have two really bad sequels. One, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Ooh, I didn't know they made a 3. And Final Destination 2. Now, wait, was uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 where he left there and went to uh, a amusement park? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that one. That was a good one. I, I have to, I, I, I have to, I didn't see 3. Uh, I do have to agree with the Final Destination 2, though. That was horrid. They're actually coming out with a third one. I know. And that's going to be... Built around a theme park. Yeah. That's the whole thing with that one. <laughs> whenever, whenever you uh, run out of ideas, you just put it at a theme park. You're right. <laughs> but both of those. Uh, Ray, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Ray? All right. I'm, uh, I'm thinking about the Blade Trilogy. 
killer movie set right there. Oh, uh, you like all of them? All of them, all of them. Great fight scenes, great special effects. I, I dug two a lot. I haven't seen three yet. I should probably go pick that one up on the DVD. Three is actually my favorite because they bring in Dracula. And yeah. I love anything with Dracula. Do you like Underworld then? Oh, I love Underworld. All right, yeah, I think you'll like Evolution. Have you seen it yet? No. Oh, that's right. Uh, Richard and Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Richard? Guys, hey, one bro. of my favorite movies of all time. How about the Mad Max movies, where Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome, with, where they brought Tina Turner into it, yeah. the second one, and it was great. Yeah, the Mad Max movies were good. Even with Tina Turner? Yeah. yeah. That was the second one was Tina Turner, was with Tina. That was Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome, was the second one. Matt Albert, you agree or disagree? Who runs Thunderdome? Master Blaster runs Thunderdome. <laughs> I guess that's an agree. <laughs> Chris and Ovino, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, hideout? Hey, brother. Uh, that's my personal opinion. One of the best movie trilogies of all time has got to be Back to the Future. Really? You like that? I, I only like the first one. After that, I could have. Like when he goes back to the Old West? They did, they did fall down as the trilogy went on, but it's still got to be one of the best trilogies out there. I, I love it. I did like when they actually, was it two where they actually went to the future? Went right to the future with and the Biff had, the Biff had the, the almanac, and that's how he made all his money? Yeah. That, yes. that was, yeah, you know what? I did dig, I did dig that one. That one was, was good. I love the part where he's looking at himself in the future getting fired. That's one of my favorite parts in any of them. That's two. Isn't yeah. it? Uh, Dwayne in Orlando, talking uh, talking sequels here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Hefe Dubs and the Comedy Dumplings, Matt Albert and Cicada. Go ahead, Dwayne. Yeah, man, uh, Goonies 2. I never saw Goonies 2. The first oh, thing is good not, or bad. It's not out yet. They're supposed to be making it. It's, uh, it's called Never Say Die or something with the uh, original cast. All right, well, we're going to have to wait and see. <laughs> the original cast, right, just, because it's the, just because it's the original cast, it that, may be worth it. That means they have nothing else going on. Maybe this is what you do. Maybe you just wait 20 years between sequels Ugh. and just keep the original cast. I'd like them to do the exact same movie but grown up and try to make it look cool. Like they're going after a treasure as 30-year-old men. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> and he's still got to do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> Who's going to play uh, Mama, though, from Throw Mama, from the train? How would the Asian kid just play both? <laughs> the age bad. Uh, let's let's go to uh. Your eyes don't slant. They just stop. Move. Jason and Kasimi are in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, bro. Hey, far as worst sequels, gotta be Superman four. Yeah. The nuclear and, arms one. Yeah, the nuclear arms one. <laughs> That's the only one I remember. Was he in the wheelchair in that one? No, oh, come on. Oh, stupid. Just asking. And uh, what else do you have? They had trouble getting upstairs. As far as best one, gotta be Born Supremacy. I that one the two was good. I saw it on a bootleg, and I was mad that I actually saw it on a bootleg because I thought it would have been so much better if I'd seen it in a theater. My mom scored a bootleg somehow. Yeah, so proud of her. She was so excited too. Hey, look what I got. I got. Shh, don't tell anyone on your radio show. Your cousins in Mexico got it and they sent it up. Oh, great. <laughs> I just thought it like the coolest sequel ever. You seen uh, Escape from L.A. with Kurt Russell? You ever seen that? Are you going to bring up Escape from New York and Escape from L.A.? Yeah. Then, then leave. Just leave right now. You don't like them? No, then take your fat no, head snake. and get out of here. You didn't like the surfing part with the no. CG water? That was the worst. That was, that was the best part. Pam Brown with a deep voice. I mean... Corey in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Corey? 
Batman 4, the Governor. Oh, Mr. Freeze? Yeah. Oh. And wasn't it at that point when they started teaming up the villains? Because wasn't it Mr. Freeze and uh, the Uma Thurman, the Poison yeah, Ivy? Yeah, Poison Ivy. Yeah. And wasn't there uh, Robin in that one and uh, Cat Catwoman or whatever? Uh, uh, Cat Batgirl. Batgirl. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, Batgirl as Alicia. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so they had all those in that one. Yeah. And that was all one movie piled together on top of one piece of crap movie. Pull George up. Clooney was literally the worst Batman of all time. He runs a tight board. <laughs> Scott in his car here in the hideout. What do you got, Scott? All right, I got two two uh, trilogies for you. Any of the of the vacation movies, Vacation, European Vacation, Christmas Vacation is good. Right. Vegas Vacation one, sucked. And the bad ones were after Police Academy 1. It just went downhill from there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Even I, Police Academy 1 is questionable. I, I dug all the police academies. I re- I did. The, especially the blonde chick with the big boobs. That was try, the main reason I saw it. Try watching them now. I was so pissed when they let Gutenberg go. I'm like, well, there goes the franchise. Whenever <laughs> Gutenberg le- left, that's when it was over. Uh, yeah, if you can't get Gutenberg back, you're screwed. Hey, we're in a movie with Michael Winslow. Don't remind me. Is he making helicopter sounds? <laughs> I'm not sure oh, what he's doing oh. yet. He's uh, doing the robot. <laughs> ComingAttractionsTheMovie.com uh, Derek and Kissimmee, what do you got, Derek? Hey, well, I was thinking of, uh, like, I know some of, the, some of the verses were actually cheesy, but Nightmare on Elm Street, when they came out with Dream Warriors, it got me back into it. It was like a really good sequel. Dubs, didn't you just watch all the Nightmare on Elm Streets for Halloween? <laughs> I just watched all the Friday 13ths last year. Uh I watched not Friday, the the Third, not Friday the 13th. No, no, no. no. I, I watched a series of uh, horror movies every Halloween. This year was Friday the 13th. The year before was Nightmare on Elm Street. And I, right. I would have to say the Nightmare on Elm Street was probably the better of the two series of what yeah. I watched. Yeah, I Dream think... Warriors, when they came out, actually, you know, when they got into the dream sequences, when now, they were able to, you know. Now, was Dream Warriors the one where they're all in the asylum? Oh, there you go. Yeah, we let them go. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And he was using uh, one of them as like a marionette puppet with his... Uh... Well, with the veins, yeah. and then he cuts it, mm-hmm. makes him walk off the building. Yeah. That was one of the most disgusting scenes out of any of them. Manny in Winter Park. What do you got, Manny? Uh, the Night of Living Dead trilogy, Night, Dawn, and Day. Yeah. I would say that's pretty good. Oh, now what about the remakes? Dubs? I like the remakes, personally. Are they going to do one more? Because he, he did the uh, Dawn of the Dead, then he did Day of the Dead. He stopped doing Night of the Living Dead, then. I thought, originally, though, was Night of the Living Dead first? Yeah. And then it went the other way around? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How can they keep making zombie movies? They're all the exact same. Zombies have no personality. But you know what? It's always a hit. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, they're always the same movie, the same outcome, the same beginning, middle, and end. But I love them every time. You know why they catch on so well? And it's sort of a thing with maybe humans and society, like with 28 Days Later and Dawn of the Dead. When you see a movie that has like a, a real city... Um, that is in ruins. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think. Any with, mass disaster movie. With 28 Days, I think it was like London. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead, I think it was any city USA that you could just kind of relate to. And for that reason, like it adds that dimension of realism that people just want to go back and be like, oh wow, so this is what it would be like if they were stuck in a modern day mall. 
as opposed to something in the set. They'll always work, I think. Yeah, because all you have to do is update everything around the zombies, leave the zombies the same, update everything around them, and you got a hit. Uh, I really like that 28 Days Later. I thought that was really good. You know what I still need to do is go get the DVD so I can watch all the uh, alternate endings. Oh, there's alternate endings? Yeah. I remember thinking, too, when I left, that was the wrong ending for the movie. Yeah, I, I only saw it on HBO, so I didn't. It, that's the only thing I got to see is the ending they put in the theaters. Saw it in the theater. That new Dawn of the Dead is the one time where they did update the zombies because they were running. I mean, they were running and screaming at people. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen zombies run before in now, movies. It, that wasn't Dawn. That was Day, right? Or that was Land? I think land. both. Land. I think in both of them they were running, though. Yeah, I think the two newest ones that have come out. And was it the new wrinkled dimension of the fact that the fireworks made them stare into the air? You could stop zombies with fireworks? And they started to learn. By the oh, end that's right. I forgot about it. And then if you're talking zombie movies, you may as well throw out Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a remake or anything, but... Uh, Loved it. Good. Kathy. Second best uh, British comedy of all time. Uh, Kathy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hi, guys. Hey. I've got the winning loser. How about RoboCop 2? Oof. Right. It was bad. Was that the one with the big, uh, they had this big ultra yeah, like Roto-co- RoboCop? Roto-top. He was kind of cool, but the movie was bad. Which is the one where, is it one or is it two where he goes home? That was one. Oh, that wasn't the original? All right, maybe the original sucked then. <laughs> uh, I've got a good series. Uh-huh. Naked Gun, I thought were all good. Hang up now. No, yeah. no, I thought they were great. I, I mean, a comedy series. I have, funny. I kind of agree with Kathy. Naked Gun, thirty-three and a third. Really? That's just classic when you just go with the name alone. Which uh, RoboCop had the part where the guy gets acid on him and then the car hits him? Do you know which one that was? I think that's the first one. Was it? That part's so awesome. Wait, Thanks, wait, and, and two, they had that drug going. I can't remember what the name of the drug was. Everybody's hooked on this like little thing they shot into their arm. All right, we got to take a break. All right, let's come back. Uh, let's do uh, whose weekend was it? Time for you to be a winner. Once again, uh, for the second time in the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Call now. Be a winner if you're on hold. If you want to play the game, hang tight. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Time for the Hideout Headlines. Uh, actually, no. It's whose weekend was it? Yes. The Hideout right. Door Prize Blowout. I'm sorry. Uh, look higher. You almost threw that one past me. I was about to say, yes, we're about ready to uh, tell you national, world, local sports entertainment. You'd think we've been doing it differently now for uh, three weeks. We'd get it right. All right, uh, whose weekend was it? Sometimes dangerous. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Alright, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. If you get it correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. Oh, Jesus Christ. And we'll switch it up a little bit, Dubs, because there are fewer questions this week. I guess it was a slow weekend for us. Yeah. So you only get one shot. One and done. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? We'll start off with Pat first in Edgewater, ladies first in the hideout. And Sidkata is our host this evening, Chicken Gravy of the famous comedy dumpling uh, comedy troupe, essentially, or duo, uh, with him and Matt Out. They're so big as a whole tribe. All right, Pat, are you ready? 
I'm ready. All right, whose weekend was it? Here's the cicada. Okay, Pat, over the weekend, this hideout member yelled at a quote-unquote slower lady in a Walmart. Hefe dubs Bateman or Chunks, who yelled at a, what seems like, um, borderline retard special. Chunks. Yeah, dude. Christ. Uh, that was you, Chunks? No. Uh, no, so that's, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I kind of did it, too. All right, well, uh, is she, all right, you're a winner. Hold on, Pat. What, you yelled at yourself in the mirror? No, I mean, I, I was actually thinking about, I yelled at one, too, but Tommy Tommy said that he had done it in the weekend, so I didn't want to be redundant. Went pants shopping with your mom? Um, what happened, Tent Tommy? Shopping. Uh, some woman kept asking, I was in the cereal aisle, and she kept asking me where the potato chips were. And I was <laughs> like, I don't effing work here, bitch, leave me alone. What's with retarded people and potato chips? They love them. And then she just ended up throwing some, like, um, uh, what are the, uh, Cheetos in her bag, and, like, walked away. The thing about that, you can't let them have the ruffles because they will cut themselves. <laughs> four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven. Look, no, at no. look at him. Hold on. Did you see the look at his? He was so proud. He was sitting. He was literally sitting back, basking in the glory of his ruffles retard joke. Sometimes. <laughs> have you ever gotten so retardedly stupid with food? You eat so much, like uh, I would say, cereal. And you damage the top of your mouth because of it? I don't... I've only just burned the top of my mouth. I don't think I've ever damaged... You know what? That's not true. I did it once with sunflower seeds. And something like the way you split it. Yeah. And, and then have one go, getting caught right in the roof of my mouth. And I, like, I couldn't get it out. As a kid, I used to eat so much cereal that the top of my mouth would be raw from the amount of just rough cereal hitting it. What are you eating? Count chocolate. Uh... Jay, that's your problem. Jay, you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go, Jay. Whose weekend was it? Okay, Jay, over the weekend, this hideout member fulfilled one of his lifelong dreams. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? He fulfilled his lifelong dream? Yeah. Uh, F.A. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Congratulations, Jay. You are a winner. What'd you do, Hefe? I flew a flight simulator. Oh. Finally. Um, it was everything I thought it would be. And I'm not going to lie, it was sweet. It was over at Atronicon. I was out there yesterday um, hosting the uh, the finals for the Gran Turismo 4. It's over happening at the Orlando Science Center. Mm-hmm. First of all, the setup over there is just badass. I'm hoping to get Buzz, one of the guys who really kind of thought the whole thing up. I want to have him on the show this week because it's going on right now. I think through the end of the week. Yeah, I'm going to be out there, actually, uh, this coming Sunday. So uh, I know you and Chunks are going to do some stuff out there Sunday night. Uh, I'm probably going to go out again when you guys go, and maybe even on Friday, too. So that's atronicon.org. But I flew a fight fight simulator, or an airplane simulator at the very least. And it was just, you know, it has complete with the throttle and the the stick and the taking off and everything. And it was just really cool. How'd you do? Great. Really? I think I was meant to be a pilot. That was the, one of the things I always wanted to do was be a pilot, and it fe- it just like felt really cool flying. Now I don't know if he had it on easy mode or something. But do you think I, there is an easy mode for the simulator? When there uh, are, he said that I did really well. I mean, but do you think there's actually an easy mode for it? Probably. I'm sure there are tougher modes where. It, well, yeah, where the weather's maybe different and everything. Or but. even the because the slightest with the you know movement of the stick really affects everything. Oh, does it? Yeah. Uh, let's go over to, uh, Norm on the turnpike. You're next up in the hideout. You ready? Yeah. All right, whose weekend was it? 
Norm, over the weekend, this hideout member broke his own TV. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who broke their own TV? Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I was actually Chunks. Chunks is the one who broke his own TV. How'd you do that, Chunks? Um, I was playing a game of live, NBA Live, mm -hmm. and I accidentally uh, I lost the game. So there was a bat laying near the TV, and I kind of hit the side of it really hard, and it stopped working. Wait, you, you lost the game, so you hit your TV. Yeah. Why would you hit yourself? You lost the game on the TV. Ah, it's just a real crappy kind of day. It was just adding up to it. We've all done that, though. I feel so stupid occasionally with NBA Live 2006. By the way, I think it was over the weekend or maybe even last week. For the first time, I think, ever in the history of me playing games, I did not win a championship. Oh, wow. I got knocked out in the Western Conference Finals by the Rockets. And it sucked ass. Yeah, that, that's the worst. And then you have to watch the other teams go through their brackets. And then you got to go even more hardcore, you know, determined. I now feel like a loser. Like, I had to come back and make the team and win the championship with the Mavs. I beat a whole game this weekend. Like uh, a regular uh, kind of role-playing type game. Which one? Uh, Misfit Matt, let me borrow Evil Dead Regeneration. And I just sat down and I beat that all... Within two nights. Bragger. Uh, whose weekend or was it? loser. I don't know. Let's go to uh, Jose in Dade City. You ready, Jose? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Here's uh, Sid Kata. Jose, over the weekend, this hideout member tried to buy a passed out man a drink. <laughs> Dubs. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> nice. Such confidence. Wow. Good job. Yeah, I went over to Adobe Gillas over at uh, Point Orlando. Right. And uh, we were just there around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Having lunch or dinner, whatever you want to call it, right around that time. Uh, and these people come on walking by the table next to us, like the people working at the, the restaurant, like asking, is that guy asleep? Is that guy asleep? I look over, just passed out drunk. Uh, I guess he had about nine shots, a few beers, uh, and he was already drinking before he came there. So he was passed out by 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I tried to order a shot for him, and they wouldn't allow it. What would you say? Hey, buy him a shot? I want your best tequila for the man. What, they did they laugh at you? Or were they like... like, no, we can't do that. We're already calling him a cab. <laughs> yeah. You, you think? You know they have to. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what good is that even going to do? Um, all right, 407 Let's go to Mr. Mom in Deltoni. You ready, Mr. Mom? What's happening, guys? All right, brother. Here's, uh, here's Cicada. Mr. Mom, over the weekend, this hideout member had somebody keeping count how many times he used the restroom. Half eight dubs, Bateman or Chunks, who had someone keeping count how many times he went to the restroom? That's going to be Chunks, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Mr. Mom. That was me. Why? All right, so here's the story. Saturday night, <laughs> I decided to take... Now, here's my mistake. I, I had a date lined up. Mm -hmm. So I, I was taking a very hot chick out on a date, and it just so happens that Cicada comes into town, and I'm thinking, all right, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take the comedy dumplings on the date with me. Okay? <laughs> so I'm on this date, and Sid... All right, first of all, we went to go see Stephen Wright at the Hard Rock Live. So funny. I think maybe the best stand-up show I've ever seen. Wow. And it, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with his comedy, but it's a bunch of one-liners and just very absurd stuff. Sid, you love it? 
Oh, yeah. I was amazed. I didn't think he'd be that funny. Uh, he was just great. Now, Sid's just buying me drink after drink after drink. All right, so we're <laughs> drinking out at the Hard Rock. And now, by the mind you, I'm on this date. Sid then tells me about how he and his girlfriend Topanga like to choke each other out while they're having sex. Okay? So that's not... How un- can she fit her hand around your big, fat throat? That's not, un- that's not uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, yeah, we love it. Just real loud and obnoxious. Yeah. And then the problem, too, was... The rows were very small. Oh, no. So who's here's who's in our row, all right, as I'm on this date. Matt had to sit at the end. Why? But, well, every time, because he wanted the aisle. He was hanging halfway into the aisle. <laughs> so it's Matt, Sid, me, my date, big easy one, oh, no. and his mom. <laughs> okay? And how's his mom looking? Actually, she was cute. Oh, really? Yeah. Not she's in any health problems? No. Doesn't amazingly. Use, doesn't use a cane? No. Amazingly, no. She was actually she was precious. She was a very nice lady. Um, So then we go, and I guess I kept getting up to go to the restroom, because I have a small bladder as it is. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, mm-hmm. how many times did I go to, rest, to the restroom the total of the night we're out at it City It was Walk? about uh, three and a half to four hours. And uh, you went to the bathroom seven times. <laughs> and every time you got up, I... <laughs> every time you got up, I said, "Oh, Grandma has to go again." Hefe just... has a very odd bladder thing where he has to go to the bathroom anytime he feels a dribble. Yes, it doesn't have to be a full fledged one. He just doesn't want to be stuck anywhere where he can't go to the bathroom. One of my worst fears ever is being stuck and having. Nowhere to go to the restaurant. There's so always I, somewhere to go. If you have to go, and I, I you ha- can go in your hand. I hate the feeling of having to go. So if I feel anything in my bladder, I got to go empty it out. Now, I don't know if that's going to lead to problems later on in my life. I don't even know if maybe I have prostate problems now. It sounds like he may. He, he might have developed some. You need to find a chick that's into that. Do a little stimulation? Well, I mean, if she's into that, you know, you can always just use her leg wherever you're at. Oh, I see. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Jay and Kissimmee, you ready to play? Jay. Yo, Jay. Yo. You ready to play, brother? Turn down your radio, man. How are you playing? Oh, you did? Oh, what the hell are you doing? What's going on over there, Gibbs? Gibby. Fathead. Go big. Real big. All right, let's take a break. We're up on a break anyway. The last one was was disciplined for trying to sneak into a bar. That was Chunks. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Great, I win a prize. <laughs> Give me the Cypress Gardens tickets. Uh, what happened? What are you, under 21? I guess the bouncer thought so. You know, I still got kind of a out-of-state ID, and he's like, no, you can't be trying to sneak in here, man. I get little punks like you all the time. I'm like, dude, trust me. I am 25. You should have just said, look at my posture. Can a 21-year-old have this kind of posture? I know. Yes, look at us, Sid. A 21-year-old can have that kind. That's it. I told him that. I was like, dude, I look like an old man. You cannot be bleeping around. You're bleeping around with me, dude. You know what? Let me in the blinking bar. And he said, no. blinking. Blinking. I'm trying. Yeah, I was cussing in real life, but now I can't cuss, so I'm blinking. Or blinking. That, that is true. We have two very old man bodies in the hideout. Chunks, who's kind of like maybe the old man that used to be skinny, put some loose weight on as an old man, and just 
fat bastard Sid, who's always been fat. Do I really? I need a scooter. Do I really have a face like a basset hound, too? Absolutely. Jeez. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Does anyone else agree that MySpace sucks now? It just never works anymore. There's just way too... I think it's maybe there are too, way too many people on it at this point. But literally every time I try to go, every time I log in, just nothing. I can't... Uh, error or something disabled. I Ever since Rupert Murdoch took it over, it's been the end of MySpace. I think I'm about done. And also you can't get to the 14-year-old's pages anymore. You have to be on the friends list. It's just a hassle. Is really? That, is that yeah. true? Yeah, it's really hard to stalk now. It's just, you can't be a predator these days. There's so many laws. It's almost no point in going to the site anymore. You know? Um. Yeah, but I just noticed the dubs, I mean, you're, you're kind of bored with it, aren't you? I've been kind of bored with it lately. I haven't really, you know, I, I've already searched through all my high school people and everything. And right. the only thing I really do on there anymore is play Battleship. Which yeah, is like, great. I got a couple of high school friends and we chat back and forth. And the last one, the message I got was about, Hey, so and so put a gun in his mouth that killed himself, and another one died in a accident. So, and I haven't even responded back to that message. I'm like, oh boy, never mind. What a downer. Just reply, sexy. It wasn't that buddy of yours that used to call you all the time that felt suicidal, and then you just started ignoring his phone calls. You never knew what happened to no, him. No, Dave Diamond. No, I should call him again. Jack Diamond. He is alive. I will say he's alive because he called me a couple of times since, and I didn't pick up. <laughs> Even though he was well, the first time I picked up and he was suicidal, it was just like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, oh, come on, bro! I remember sitting next to you a couple times when he called and he picked up. You're I'm, like, I'm "Hey, going, man, how's it going?" I'm going through stuff too. Come on. <laughs> Why do I have to be a good listener? Sleeves. Sleeves. Um. Anyway, I think I'm done. I'm on. I'm very close to getting a thousand friends. You though. have to stay at least for a thousand. All right, El Jefe, myspace.com slash El Jefe 7. J-Dubs 517. Give me to that thousand so I can quit already. Matt Albert 84. Is that what it is? Well, I'll, I'll change it tonight. Why? <laughs> you can't change your URL. And well, it's I, set. I, I haven't said it yet, so. All right, so I'm just I'm dead tired because I'm taking the morning class over at the MSF Basic Writer course at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Mm-hmm. Love my instructor. She's so cool. And I love my classmates. Everything's great. But 8 o'clock in the morning, for us, is basically, it's about 5 o'clock in the morning. When it, there are times you don't go to bed till 8 o'clock, right? Yeah, I usually, I didn't hit the bed last night till about 6.30. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I got up at 6.30. I was, me. I was up at 6.30. I can't believe that I was up at 6.30. So today was just our written course, like the written exam. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to pick up my materials over the weekend. I'm such a great test taker. I have such, I have like just great like, instincts for what the answer should be. Well, not only that, but I'm just, I'm really, I forgot how good I was at testing if I, if I paid attention in school. Like I never studied, but if I just paid attention in class, I would always do really well. Out of the 50 questions, 49 right. And the wow. one I missed was so similar that I probably could have gotten it right too. So I, I got a 98 on the written exam. 
Two percent away from perfect. I know. Just remember that. As usual. Now, here's the problem. And she gave us a little warning. She goes, for those of you who don't get it, like I'm going to try to explain it to you tomorrow when we're out, because tomorrow we actually get on the motorcycles. Uh-oh. And, and she goes, I just want to warn you guys now, it has happened before. Some people who don't get it and are slowing everybody down, I'm going to have to send you home. And I'm thinking to myself. That's you. Oh, that is completely you. I'm thinking, oh, my God. You're going to be going five miles an hour. I can't. I, as a radio person, as El Jefe, cannot be the one who gets sent home when it's like when we were doing this as a promotion for the show. Now, I can see you as the guy wearing the half helmet, you know, just the, the black top helmet, you know. Honestly, I've read a lot about these. By the way, helmets, they need to have the DOT sticker on it. What's Depart- the DOT? Department of Transportation. Learn that. Got that question right. But I want the full. I'm not going with the half. I'm going with the full helmet. I don't know. I think you'd look like uh, one of the others on uh, on Lost if you just wore that half helmet. You'd look like the head one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch that show. Light him up. <laughs> We're going to have to take the boy. <laughs> so I hop on the bike tomorrow. And I don't have any gloves, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna wear my batting gloves. So I'm gonna get on, I'm gonna get on a bike tomorrow with my batting gloves and long sleeves and my Doc Martens. I remember when I was underage at a bar for an appearance or like at a remote or an appearance or something back in Michigan. I borrowed your batting gloves so I could, uh, yes! I could drink. And it worked. It worked. No one, no one wondered why I was in the middle of a bar with batting gloves. Somebody on. thought, wow, that's new. He's wearing Franklin's. That's part of the new style, I guess, here in Mid Michigan. <laughs> You showing up with you know with all that mitch, mismatched stuff is gonna look like a the poor kid showing up to like picture <laughs> picture it, day. It is not matching. <laughs> We're just wearing wearing a, wearing a uh, an old tie, a shirt, and blue jeans. So here's who like I his am. grandparents' uh, coat jacket. Here's who <laughs> I am. All oversized. Here, here's who I am at Orlando Harley Davidson tomorrow. Here's what I'm wearing. My Doc Martens that I've had literally since the Christmas of 1995. Uh. Blue jeans, just regular old, old navy blue jeans. You have to wear long sleeves, so I think I'm gonna wear like this long sleeve Gold's Gym shirt that I have, Franklin batting gloves, and my emo glasses. That's the guy whose ass gets kicked at, yeah. at Harley Davidson, and yet that's me. Or you, you're the guy who uh, wears uh, the uh, the jean shorts to gym class because you can't afford. <laughs> The Umbros, you know, like Tobias and being a never nude. <laughs> or your dress, uh, dress. Uh, Shoes to gym class. <laughs> yeah, he, he just slipping around. You can't no wear those; they'll leave scuff marks. Use your socks. So, I can't play basketball in socks. <laughs> so that's where I'm at tomorrow. And I guess I'm telling you that is my biggest fear is being uh, being told I have to come back later in the class because I know how much hell I'm going to get. And let me tell you this too, real fast. I'm a wuss. Mm-hmm. in life period, and I don't like taking unnecessary risks, which to me is kind of, I respect the motorcycle people so much because it's so incredibly, I mean, you learn and they train you incredibly well there mm-hmm. when you take the class at Orlando Harley-Davidson. But when you're just a motorcycle person, just period, and you ride, there's so many more things you have to be aware of as opposed to just even driving. If you make a mistake and get in a car accident, more than likely... You know, you're going to be all right. You know, you're going to survive. If you're on a motorcycle, dude, you could die. I mean, you could so die. And yes, you could. I know. 
here's my fear tomorrow, man. I'm going to be on that bike, and I'm going to fall and, like, blow my knee out or something. I bet you will. But they're going to train me good. Come on. Thank, come on. Hmm. Have a little faith in me. If we're lucky, you'll dislocate your jaw. <laughs> All right. There, there, there goes your meal ticket, then. Literally. Yeah, you keep hoping well, for that. We don't know yet. Because uh, we do have the comedy dumplings and, uh, All right, and that's Tommy a, Bateman you know what? as the, com- the trinity of comedy. Perfect segue. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, did I hear that, Ryan, where he or she was this the eighth paternity test for that one kid? Yep, the eighth oh one God. for the one kid. And still didn't get it right. That's not going to come back to haunt it. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Jake in Orlando. What do you got, Jake? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Uh, you were talking about the attire that you were going to wear to Harley Davidson. Mm-hmm. You talk about how you think you were going to be the guy who looks like you should get beat up. Well, mm-hmm. how about taking those batting gloves and cutting the fingers off a little? All right, no, because I learned in the class you got to have closed fingers. You can't cut off the fingers. So oh, weightlifting really? gloves are out. Yeah, weightlifting gloves are out. And that guy's just trying to get my ass kicked. All right, Bong Swap Matt says the ninth man to be tested should be J-Dubs. I would love to go on there. I would just run up the stereotype so much. I would run across the room, take the chair, put it on the other side of the room. <laughs> I ain't sitting next to that hole. <laughs> Another stereotype is that uh, after they find out, you know, the guy isn't the mm-hmm. isn't the dad, it's always the girl on the steps by in the backstage just crying like, no, My mommy. baby don't need no daddy. My baby don't need no daddy. I'm the mommy and the daddy. <laughs> I love how you can laugh at the uh, misfortune of others. I seriously, when they, you know, come come out so confident, I root for the guy not to be yeah, the dad. Yeah, that, that's what pisses me off. Because if they if the guy comes out confident, everybody boos him. But yeah. if the girl comes out confident, everybody thinks she's the greatest. Right. And no matter what the pictures are, too, it always looks exactly Look the like the kid. Look at that. That is your kid up there. Look at the hair. It's two weeks old. Look at the hair. <laughs> Hey, quick update. I guess they are remaking Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, really? Uh, the screenplay, I guess, has been written by Jeff Judah, who, mm. um, well, he's done some, some pretty decent stuff. Freaks and Geeks, Just Shoot Me. Uh, he wrote for uh, David Letterman. So he's done some stuff, mostly TV. As long as I bring back Lamar, <clears throat> the gay black dude. Right. Then maybe it would work out. All right. Um, we have our own black dude in here now, Matt Albert, and he's joined us in the sh- in the show. And uh, his buddy, fellow comedy dumpling, uh, Matt Albert being the beef gravy, uh, Cicada the chicken gravy, and the comedy dumpling duo. You guys have been, hey, this goes back to the old days at WJFK. You're always cutting demos to try to get a show on the old station. So now, we never got one that we liked enough to turn in. So that was the problem. And I spent hours and hours in the production room. So Sid, you leave tomorrow, right? Yeah. Now Sid made the mistake of telling me today because they worked on a bunch of comedy stuff. Some of it we should play here in a little bit. But I was like, so what are you guys gonna do? And they're like, well, we're gonna stay late and work on a demo. I'm like, a demo for what? JFK or? No, I demo for Real Radio. Oh, so you want to do a show, what, on the weekends here at Real Radio? Yeah, that'd be perfect. I'm like, well, how about this? How about you just do a whole segment here in the hideout of what it would sound like as the comedy dumplings do a radio show? And we're partial, so we uh, we know you guys, and we... We, we like you. We yeah. think you're funny. So 
We can get the listener reaction from it all. And maybe you guys can get a weekend show. Now, Sid, if you got the weekend show, would you move down? Yeah, I think if it included my own show, I'd move down. <laughs> so. High standards on that game. So anyway, so who, what is, give me the idea of the show. Because I did the interview earlier with uh, Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel about what the hideout was all about. Hold on. First, who's like the real spokesman for the show? Who speaks for you guys? Um, you know, me and uh, me, Matt and Tommy kind of share everything, uh, and we kind of discuss it and then come up with a group opinion most of the time, except when hatred gets in the way. Yeah, then it's and then it's just yelling. All right, so who? All right, so I'm gonna assume Sid speaks for them. All right, that sucks because that means Sid's the jefe. All right, now same weight, same weight. So here's the question that I have. Who is going to sit in the big chair? Who's going to sit in the chair with the computers and the phones and run all that? Tommy's actually sitting over there. He's going to run the phone calls because I trust his taste in listeners. Yeah. Okay. So there's probably not going to be any calls. All right. Now, so. will Tommy do the majority of the talking like I do? Just kind of the glue to the show, keeps it together. Flowing from topic to topic. Helps set up, helps set up the jokes, that kind of thing. Yeah, because if me or Matt do it, we'll just run off on weird tangents and we'll never get on topic. Like earlier when we were trying to have a conversation, you two were doing an unfunny bit back and forth. Okay. You say unfunny, I say hilarious. All right. So, Sid, are you J-dubs then when it comes to it? You're gonna throw no, in, you're half-baked. Are you going to throw in all the funny stuff? Yeah, I'll be the funny guy like J-dubs. Okay. <laughs> and Matt Albert, you're just Matt Albert. I guess. Sitting there, not really doing much. Lump on a log. Not figuring out how to talk into a microphone. Exactly. He's the excuse. <laughs> hey, we can do black jokes. Token right here. <laughs> I'm your N-word token right here. No, you're not. Three of them a day. I can say three of them a Three a week. Three a day. No. Come on. I, no. I'll let, every time I go over, if I do go over... I'll allow you to say the S word no. for uh, Mexican no. people. No, no, no way. That doesn't help. I'll allow no. you to what do that. What about the S word and the B word? Okay. No, right. that, no, that's not Deal. the way we're going to Can negotiate. And the W word. What's the W? Oh, yeah, I got to use that one. I don't even know Like that when one. he gets out oh, the shower. I you son of a one. bitch, no. You can't do that. All right, so tell me more about the comedy. Oh, wait, no. It's not the comedy dumplings. It's not actually the trinity of comedy. All right, so it's the trinity of comedy. With Matt Albert, the comedy Cicada, hat trick. Matt Albert, Cicada, and Tommy Bateman. All right, is there are there any special things we should know about the show? I don't want to do it. Yeah, Tommy is really against it right now. <laughs> He's like, no, he, the best uh, of moves. Every time I've gone back there, he goes, oh, I don't want to do this. I just want to go home. <laughs> he sounds like Jack uh, Bauer, by the way. When he talks. <laughs> I, I have 24 this. taped. <laughs> All right, so you got someone. All right, so it's basically like this show where he doesn't want to be here. All yeah, right. exactly like this show. I'm a hack, apparently. Oh, what the hell's your problem? I just was told someone said that about me today. Who? You. When? Uh, I don't know, Matt. Oh, we were we were joking around. And you called him a hack. Oh Remember yeah. That? Oh yeah, we were joking around. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, because I, I always run you down all the time. The only bad thing I ever have to say about you is you have a bad attitude, and I don't think anyone could argue with that. Other than that, I think you're a genius. If you get your attitude straight, then you're perfect. Never know what Tommy we're going to get when we come in here. So now I'm excited to see what Tommy you guys are going to get to deal with. 
Because I've been dealing with one for three hours, sulking in the back. Going by that last exchange, a really happy one. Well, it should be fun, then. So this is the comedy you guys are going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, everybody's cringe exhausted. This is the perfect night. Cringe, uncomfortable comedy. Uh, well, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the show. Mm. All right, here's what we'll do. You guys will do the show. Well, you do your segment, your demo tape, and uh, Dubs and I will go in the back. We'll maybe run the board, screen phone calls, help out, and then we'll come back from the break and we'll uh, take listener reaction. Does that sound good? All right, that sounds Wonderful. good. And do you do you at least want to tease something that's coming up so that you can get the callers you, on your side ready to go? Yeah, what are you guys gonna be talking about? What's going on? So that's that that way people over the commercial break have the idea of all right, maybe I should call. I could formulate my thoughts for my phone call. I uh, actually we're gonna have open phone lines during the whole thing. So uh, we're gonna jump from topic to topic. Just call in with whatever you want to say. Hey Trinity, that's what it's called. <laughs> and um, Try as always. Trinity. As always, women last in the Trinity because they're just not funny. True. Uh, like right. Rita Rudner, <laughs> Julie Pen- Tenuta. I will take a break and we'll come back. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104. Chad Dukes. Welcome back to the Hideout. Now it's called the Trinity of Comedy. I am, I guess, the El Jefe of the uh, moment. I'm Tommy Bateman. To my left is Sid Cada, and to my right is the very huge, dark Matt Alberts. How very are you guys? Dark. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing fine. All right, I think that was the end of the show. It was. Uh, I thank everyone for tuning in. Where's the closing music? Oh God, for the love of God! How did you guys talk me into this? You just go into this thinking it's going to be bad. For yes, a because it is. Here's here's what the call I get today at like 4:30 as I'm leaving my house. Hey, we're doing a half hour show. What? Yeah, we're doing a half hour show. Okay, I have a lot of stuff I need to do before. Uh the show, the regular show, and now I have to do some planning for our own show. But you've literally been sulking since you've been at the station. Yes. There's not been one sort of... Because I have not looked forward to this all night long. I don't see why not. Because the first 30 seconds is always easy, and then after that it's impossible. (laughs) It's not impossible. We've actually got a couple good things lined up. Uh, Starting with Chunks, actually. Chunks, uh, you've got a brand new uh, CD out. Actually, yes, I have been in the works for releasing a new CD. Can't do that material. That's for the hideout. That's property of the hideout. Shut up, property of the trend of comedy. <laughs> Shut I'm sorry. up. You don't get Shut it. It's too funny for your show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a listen to it. You want to uh, prep this in any way, chunks? Uh, not even listening. I uh, I can't find it. It's uh, on the cart wall. I uh, know. I made it a uh, special pink button for you. I there. can't find it <laughs> at all. I told you this was going to... All right, well, let's start saying the N-word then, since we have some time to fill. Let's have that Mexican constructor one back there. How about that? Hey, Matt, say the N-word. Do it. You can do it. Do it. Come on. We have time first to time fill in now. Central Florida. Well, it's not going to be the first time. I saw Rosewood. No, There's I... plenty of hangings and N-words. I screamed it while you were sleeping last night over your bed. <laughs> Is that is that what the singing was? Oh. Swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> All right, fine. We won't play uh, Chunks' uh, new CD then. I should probably give out the phone numbers because I'm sure everyone's dying to call because this show is so wonderful. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hey, Sid, what TV shows did you watch when you were younger? I know I used to watch Small Wonder and Syndication. 
just off the top of my head. Segway of the champions. Yeah, that was the worst ever. <laughs> what? It's just off the top of my head. You weren't reading at all. No, I was not reading anything. It was fluent. Wow, look at those phone lines lit up. Mm. You know, I don't even know how to hang up on these. Mm. Mm. It's not good. Yeah. Mm. Try, try the one below it. Try the one below it. I uh, don't. Oh, there it is. There we go. I, I think I heard a voice. Yeah? Did you? No. You sure you know how to work that, or is it like Chunks running the board? No, I have no idea what I'm doing over here. None at all. Oops, I actually hung up on uh, somebody that was actually on hold. Oh, well, it was about some girl wanted to do you for Maury, Matt. Oh. So let's get back to that N-word. Well, I hate negotiating, <laughs> and I hate reneging on bets, and I also hate... Uh... All right, well, I think it's time to go to commercial now. Don't you, Sid? Not at all. This show is going Hey, line great. one's ringing. Get on it back there. They hung up. Take your thumb off it. <laughs> that was Don't my break line. your thumb. I was going to steal that one. <laughs> That's a little inside joke there. You don't have enough sunglasses for that joke. Hey, Dubs, I just dropped a pin. Can you come in here and get it? All right, me? okay, all right. Enough already. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, how's your computer running down here? I know you uh, hooked it up to Hefe's router at his house and you're stealing bandwidth from people around him. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to say that because it's illegal. But, yeah... The hookup's going pretty good. I'm downloading everything I can find. The porn. I just the hope the guy you get a, a virus and have to call like uh, the, the computer people to get a little help there. I, I that's one of my big fears of some, of my computer breaking and them having to search through all the horse, the tranny, <laughs> the granny, every. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. I actually did get a bad something there real quick. <laughs> I actually did get a chance to look at uh, Matt's porn collection on his computer. It was like over a thousand videos and pictures. No, I, it was uh, it's 726 videos. I'm the master of the dildo. And 3,500 pictures, mostly of hardcore oral. And you know that's what I like to do. What is it about oral that you like so much? I like the slobbering, as you can tell by my shirt. No, <laughs> seriously, what do you like about it? Um. Just the weird choking, gargling sound. See, because I, I like watching a girl having to take it. That's, yes. That's my... Exactly. Okay, I guess we can't talk about that. I thought I was being safe enough, but apparently not. So, back to those old TV shows, Sid. Downloading I'm, I'm glad Sleepy Rodriguez could wake up, and thanks. It's literally the only thing there is to do at Hefe's house. <laughs> There's five channels on TV. There's no cable. Can't even watch Maury. It's 125 degrees. It's like Guadalajara. And you I'm really gonna, can't I'm move keep off the couch. Mexican jokes, just so you know. Just keep dropping them, like they're jumping beans. Go ahead, Sid. I got. So those old TV shows. Um, Small Wonder was really great, and um, yeah. You had a okay, story though, about um, you called a customer service line. No, no, I didn't. I was trying to set Matt up with the computer thing, but that went to hell. So uh, uh, let's just uh, move on. Hey, let's uh, let's try this. Let's sit in silence. <laughs> let's take a phone call. It says, "Mr. Mom thinks the show is awesome. I'm sure it will be." Mr. Mom, you're on the air. I'd love to come in there with a dildo sword and kill all of you. Okay. You know, we've actually done that for a bit, and uh, it worked out pretty well. A dildo fencing, yeah. I won. Yeah. You guys suck. I can't score. I'm the master of the dildo. Thank you, Jody. 
Sanford, he apparently loves the show as well. Sanford, you're on the uh, Trinity of Comedy. I love your son. Um, yeah, I had something funny to say, but I think I'll continue with your cor- current format and avoid making anyone laugh. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. I, I thought you could pick good callers. I feel like it's Rage Cage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making inside jokes that no one gets? Oh, I don't care. Like, anyone's laughing now. Oh, I told you guys this is going to happen. We should have practiced. And now Sid gets to leave because he can go back to D.C. and never has to hear about this again. And now I have to sit here and hear about it. Douche I have to listen chill. to that freaking cackle on the way home. <laughs> I told you it wouldn't work. While he's pam- pounding the dashboard as he's talking. Sorry, Miss F.A. Shut up! For Christ's sake! So how's your first full week living with F.A.? Next to two of them, my favorite band. The smell of refried beans. And just jockstrap odor. It just cleats that haven't had Lysol in them since the Stone Age. And uh, just failed baseball dreams. That smell is everywhere. Get it? Mother Mary statues literally littered all over the house. It's it's like the set of loss with the Mother Mary, Mother Mary statue. Now I saw that bathroom before you moved in, Matt, and it was pretty disgusting. And then I heard your sister actually was nice enough to clean it for you. And now that Sid had, now that you've been there for a week, and Sid has been there for two or three days, how's the uh, bathroom looking now? I have some to pee. Of the, some of the most disgusting thing. I have ever done is go in there after Sid has taken a shower because you just know that water on the floor has been on Sid's naked body and you don't want to you don't you want to put your socks and your shoes on and go in there and here's the thing too I use matte soap directly to the skin <laughs> and you know what I you know what I do because I know you do it I uh I run it under the water for a good five minutes before I use it why don't you just put some soap on your soap would that even work <laughs> I hate myself I want to die. <laughs> I think we need to break <laughs> now. Got them to laugh. Yeah. Little out work. of pity. I hate you, Sid, for making me do this. And We well, got um, some phone calls. Yeah. Good th- phone calls. The, they're finally just now coming up because no one hit tab for a while. Because uh, the big tongue back there is taking over the big head position of not hitting tab. All right. Uh, hopefully, Hefe will be back because uh, I quit. And you're listening to the Trinity you know, of Hefe Comedy. Hefe Thomas with that beard. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. All right, I'm walking out. See you. We'll just keep talking, Sid. And uh, this is the... Coming up next on The Hideout. Coming up next, we'll get to Chunks' greatest volume. And then we'll talk to Hefe a little bit about what he thought of the show. Coming up next, Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Leave me alone. All right, so Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> that was great. The more minutes there, those are keepers. Uh, 407 Hey, hideout. Your unscreen phone calls. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, especially, I'd like to recap the uh, Trinity of Comedy, it was called? Yes. T3. Or the Comedy Crucifixes? What were you? Trinity of Comedy. Couldn't have been better. First show, amazing. All right, I have their... More uh, like a crucifixion. I have their... Um, Show prep. Mm-hmm. It's one yellow sheet of paper, two arrows. That's from Sid's uh, urine. Yeah, two uh, two arrows that simply say uh, only on one of the arrows. It says be funny. Uh, N word. That's all. <laughs> so that's their prep. 
That's what you guys came into. Now, we're going to go ahead and pull this. Uh, obviously, we got to keep it for mixtapes. And then we got to hand it over to Catherine. Because I think you guys could lead in to SBK Live. I feel like you're gloating, and I don't know why, because I think we did a good job. <laughs> uh, All right, let's go to the phones. Stamper, you're in the high down row radio. What do you think, Stamper? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, I got two things. First, I think I'm... Uh I'm the new program director over at 059. Mm-hmm. I'd like to offer them the morning show gig. It's got to be better than what we got going right now. Uh, hey, uh, I hear they're entertaining all offers. And yeah. sadly, um, I'm going to uh, Thank you, Stamper. What was your Hey, other one thing? more thing, real quick. Yeah. And we need to find that chick on Maury, because if she needs nine or ten paternity tests, she's got to give Matt Albert a chance in the sack. That yeah. is true. Matt, maybe Let's that's the her. first. Yeah, maybe you just hide out the Maury studios and uh, try to pick up every chick that walks through. I doubt she's up to my standards. I do have standards, just so you know. Why? That's the only thing you I You obviously know. don't for your radio partners. <laughs> well, Tommy just kind of snuck in. Um, let's go that, to... That wasn't Tommy's normal performance. I just yeah. want to make that clear. He, he, he's usually very chipper and cordial. <laughs> Tommy... He's Captain Sunshine, normally. Bogswat, you're in the hideout on radio. Bogswat, Matt, hideout heretic. What do you got, brother? Oh, that was like listening to... A, I mean, listening to that was like watching a house fire. A house fire. Fun? I, I, I couldn't turn away, but, but I was, like, appalled at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I wonder you know if there's a baby in there dying. That's actually exactly. what that's what they're going to put onto their uh, their sales package. <laughs> I thought it was kind of like listening to Cover of the Sun, but... Oh, Be nice. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> I love Cover of the Sun. Let's go Who? to... Um, Matt, Matt, you're in the hide on real radio. What do you got, Matt? What's up, brother? Hey, dude. Not much. Uh, man, you all rock. All right, Trinity of Comedy. You. you dug the Trinity of Comedy, huh? The Trinity. Oh. <laughs> Guess they had the wrong station. Thanks, brother. Rich, you're in the hide on real radio. What do you got, Rich? Uh, there's a glowing review for you guys right there. Nothing negative. Mariner, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. On a hey, hideout, unscreened phone calls, recapping the uh, demo tape that will be turned into Catherine Brown and Chris Campmeyer by the I, Trinity I, of Comedy. I absolutely love the Trinity of Comedy, but if I can make a few suggestions. Mm-hmm. All right, get rid of Matt Albert, Takeda, <laughs> Bateman, Chunks, keep J-Dubs the intern, and the audible female laugh in the background. And, right. and other than that, that's that just those. Then we're just left with the treehouse. <laughs> That's what uh, J-Dubs is, uh, whenever Dubs hosts the show solo, it's the treehouse. But Thanks. I was uh, the uninterested intern, though. Now, Mariner. The uninterested intern. Keep the uninterested intern and the audible female laugh in the background and get rid of the rest. All how, right. how about the hair metal game? Should we keep that? Oh, he lost. Let's go lose another game, dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there, it's just, it's suggestions. Well, I can beat you we in this. We can take the, the I can uh, beat you in this. constructive criticism. Now, here's the thing. Sid... Was having a blast. Everybody wanted to end it early, and he was like, "No way, we're ending this." No, I we need, have a few I want, more minutes. I want the airtime in Central Florida. By the way, you can see pictures of Cicada sleeping on uh, on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm, so you can get a whole a good look at where the comedy dumplings or the Trinity of Comedy. Are you guys gonna have promo shots? I think we should do a photo shoot. And put that up on the website. Yeah, I think a little Charlie's Angels pose. Now, now, no. What I'm thinking is. Tommy like dressed up like a bodybuilder. You guys two dumbbells and him lifting you over their head, over his head. That would be perfect. I have the thousand yard stare right now. I just feel <laughs> shell shocked. I don't know what's going on. 
I don't. And that's after I had a great talk with Catherine about you, and I said, you know what? This is how good he is. Listen tonight. This is what he can do. This is what he, hour. This is what he can add to the show. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I got nothing. Sid, what do you think? Are you still proud? I am. I thought it was fantastic. You couldn't have been better. Everything was fantastic. You thought Gangs of New York was great. (laughs) Best opening scene in any movie. Tommy, your your thoughts on your performance? He's going to walk out. What performance? The uh, segment you guys did. I don't know what you're referring to. (laughs) Oh, we have it. Trust me, we have it. Uh, It's already been pulled. Don't even worry about pulling it. The archiver's not even up yet. It can't be pulled. I know you're lying. We have the whole 45 minutes. If only we got 45. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, saw, could have done I saw what you did. We it's, can give you guys another 10 if you want. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to cleanse yourself, don't you? Yeah. By cleanse, I mean kill. <laughs> Just ethnically cleanse. Yeah. The hideout? Only the beige ones this time. Well, I can see you guys are on fire. Only around the equator. We'll get rid of those. All right, so what are you? Uh, what's next for the Trinity of Comedy? What are you guys going to do now? Now, obviously, going on tour? you're going to get your package together, and you're going to send it out to radio uh, programmers. I hear yeah. they still need stuff at WJFK in D.C. With this performance, I expect offers by the end of the day tomorrow. You guys can be on middays there. JFK, absolutely. Mornings if you apply yourself for a week. It's got to be better hey, than Hey, we got to talk over each other. You are so money. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I want to congratulate you on the stellar performance. You're one big donkey. Silly wazilly. Boo-boo butt trifling. <laughs> money metal Saturn. Donkey. All right, what was the... Uh, you you are hurting. You tried to lead into a bit. You guys did a bit for Chunks? Yeah. All right, what's the Chunks bit? It's uh, cor- uh, Chunks is... Uh, gayest and Greatest, Volume 3. You should have right. played the other bit. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> now that I look back on it. All right, we'll take a break and come back with whatever bit you guys want to come back with, all the the great, the comedy greatness that you made. We'll do that next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> There's plenty, plenty more where that came from. <laughs> want to hear one more? Yeah. You, There's you, a you want a taste? You want a little taste? You want a morsel of it? Huh? I love how they feel like dibble and a dabble. All right, go ahead, come at me. I've never heard anything about eyebrows before. Go ahead. All right, give me another fact of Hefe. There's so many to choose from. Which one do you want, Sid? The bottom one. Um, the shampoo. Facts of Hefe. When Hefe goes shopping for shampoo, he prefers going to PetSmart for the industrial size value jug. Because as he says, I just won't leave the house without a smooth, silky coat. Fat, fat, fat. And you're welcome. They're great. Oh, I thought there was three of them in each one. Uh, no. Um, some of them are shorter than others. Oh, okay. Okay, let's hear another one of these. <laughs> Morsels or nuggets, what they're called. Always food. Of Hefe. Fat. 
Last week, Hefe was attacked by a hungry squirrel who thought his head was actually a peanut. Fact. And just yesterday, he was attacked by an eight-year-old boy who thought his head was a peanut M&M. Fact. Your head does kind of look like a peanut. I just want to say that. That one has Even drunk. That one got that one. I'm sorry. I didn't realize the other ones were funny. Okay. Well, I'm willing to hear them. All right, keep them coming. Facts of Hefe. During a college camping trip, Hefe was captured and experimented on by the Mythbusters. They later found out that he was not the terrifying monster of death known as Sasquatch. Fact. But he might be hiding in his back hair. Fact. <laughs> I mean, damn it. Damn you guys. How dare you. All right, at least keep that one. One out of four ain't bad. That's 250. Is that all you guys got? If you're a no, good, if you're no. a good middle that's infielder, that's about half of them. Yeah, it's if, half. If you're a good middle infielder, that'll keep you at least in the uh, as a utility player. All right, let's hear another one then. More facts of half a. Facts of half a. One time, while giving him a bath, Hefe's mother scrubbed a little too hard. Hefe lived with a discoloration for three and a half years before receiving balm ointment from his doctor. Although this process was extremely painful, Hefe often refers to this as his very first date. Fact. <laughs> I don't know if I get that one, but it kind of made me giggle. Some of these are thinkers. <laughs> All right, I'm a little and... upset. I'm angry now. Then let's go make fun of chunks. Damn yeah. you guys. Well, let's then get to the chunks bit. That'll cheer you up. I'm your host, Captain Tulu, bringing you yet another exciting offer. After popular demand, it's Chunks' Gayest and Greatest Hits, Volume 3. Chunks is back with all of your favorite flaming oldies from the past, like these. Mr. Big Star. Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Star? It's never gonna fit that far. Whoa, 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 stand behind me. Whoa, stand. That's quite enough of that. But if you think that's all Chunks has in store, think again. And since I've met this little virus, I feel it's happened to me. And I'm telling you, it's too late. I'm broke back now. I believe my T-cells are falling down. I'm so in love with you. Whatever they want to do. And what would the gayest and greatest album be if it weren't for this new hit? What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your chunk. I'm gonna make, make, make you, make you my rum, 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 my hot and sticky rum. Feel the pain as you sing along with these classics like. He said he's going. That he's going out to fun. And I know all the tricks to make you flow. Oh, oh, 
You too can be the proud owner of this limited time special offer by calling 1-800-I-LOST-CORROLLA-SOMEWHERE-IN-D-C. And remember, until next time, engage. There it is, The Chunks Gay Hits Volume 3. In the hideout on Rub Radio 104.1. All right, some of the big stuff that everyone's going to be talking about tomorrow, Dubs. Heard it first in the hideout. Um, Hefe and Dubs to be featured in the Orlando Sentinel. Ooh. Radio geniuses uh, Dro and Justin will be featured in the Orlando Sentinel tomorrow. So look for that one coming up. Um, Senators demand answers about mine safety. (laughs) I love this. I love that a few things happen. And uh, that's the thing to keep everybody safe, uh, figuring out how to uh, keep minors safe. Minors or minors? Either or. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, for keeping either of them safe. I think both of them should be fair game. To rocks and... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Bush called surveillance legal and necessary. President Bush pushed back Monday at critics over his one secret domestic spying effort, saying it should be termed a terrorist surveillance program and contending it has the backing of legal experts, key lawmakers, and the Supreme Court, all of which are Republicans and have given him money to run at some point. Um, uh, Serbia-Montenegro train crash kills 39. I'm always surprised that train crashes uh, happen. You're on a track, and it seems like it's pretty secure. I don't understand how a train crash can happen. I don't know how easy it is to uh, get them off track if, like, anything that falls over them, if it's a sizable tree or something. You'd think with that, like, lower front end to it that kind of swoops down like a shovel, it would knock anything out of the way. So it would it'd be fairly, fairly difficult to knock one off track. And Yahoo and Microsoft have said they did not turn over any private information to the government when they compile, uh, complied with a subpoena. Google has refused to comply with the demand uh, to supply six months of search data to the Justice Department, uh, which is looking for information in an effort to uh, check out the uh, or to revive the uh, Child Online Protection Act. You know, anything to keep our kids safe. I think that it, this important. is for the minors. ER. Oh, then I'm not for it. Right. So there it is. Those are some of the big things that we're talking about tomorrow. Of course, the big one, the Orlando Sentinel, and us being featured. And again, my apologies in advance. To management and this show. You know, uh, Scott Maxwell asked me, he goes, Is there anything in particular you want to say before we go? And I said, Don't say you said F. Dan Stone. Print it! I go, No, my crew, they're great. Love them, loyal. And now they hate me. I'll we be- wouldn't make fun if we didn't love you. Speak for yourself. All right, boys. Well, the Trinity of Comedy, they have a website, bloodytrixie.com. <laughs> the pad for your station. <laughs> you should name your show after an abortion product. Oh, you know wait. What? That's already been done. You guys should uh, kind of send your, your packages out in a tampon, you know, just like uh, put it in like a uh, maybe a maxi pad wrapper. And that's the package you sent out. Cause Heavy looking. flow, because you, you boys are big. Ooh. We were going to give out free douche samples with every demo tape. <laughs> that's good, because your show's riddled with douche chills. So it'll work out perfectly. I Where thought it was is? fantastic. <laughs> He's 
you stick with it. Everything Stay you... with that bit. <laughs> well, Sid, regardless of uh, how the, com- the Trinity of Comedy went, it was a blast seeing you down here in Central Florida. And I think you're a hit, and I know they love you down here. You can tell by the reaction. <laughs> yeah. There's another Those are my fans. There's another Cicada fan lining up. Uh, otherwise, we shall see you guys tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the morning. Oh, by the way, real fast, before we continue on with that and get us out of here, congratulations to massage therapist Kat, who has officially graduated from her massage therapy. Are you still going to come in and give us massages? Of course I will. All right, so you, you finished up at school, right? Mm-hmm. Was it a happy ending? Oh, come on. Uh, that's Trinity of Comedy. Te- uh, comedy. Do you mind if we use that? Go for it. Right. We got it's one yours. more joke for next show. <laughs> next show? All right, next time you're down, I'll give you 30 minutes. We'll be live here Saturday night, 104.1, Real Radio. <laughs> no, After SBK. No, you won't. That's Dan's show. All right, maybe you can go on... Uh, Alright, never. It won't happen. Uh, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, File in the Afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout of Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Except for about 10 minutes tonight. Uh, be somebody and talk kind of good. <laughs> Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Yummy, yummy. Stan Elmer's tummy. I'm a convex one. I'm a convex one. You calling me a fathead? He gets essentially remanded right away and taken downstairs to the basement. basement. Fathead, go big, real big. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shock jock. I'm shocked I'm a homo. Mama see that. I'm a madman. Five thousand. That's so hot. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. I'm a dirty slut. Five thousand.